following program is an exclusive Disruption Networks production. Hey, it's Adeline Van Dyke from Coldwell Banker Faith Properties in Utica. I always get asked, why do I love real estate? It's very simple. I love my clients. I love every single thing about helping them find or sell their home. Making sure the home is solid and ready for sale or solid and ready for the buyer's inspection to making sure that they're getting the best rate on their mortgage, making sure they're getting the best price on their house. You know, just everything involved in the sale is vital. My absolute favorite part of real estate is when a buyer walks into the house they're going to buy. I can feel it before they even know they're loving the house. It's just that obvious. So I'd love to experience that feeling with you. So give me a call. Adeline Van Dyke, Coldwell Banker, Faith Properties, 315-404-6431. Or you can find me on Facebook or visit my website at centralnewyork.com backslash Adeline. Thank you. And I look forward to welcoming you home. When it's your hard-earned money on the line that you are investing into a home, it makes sense to choose a proven professional to assist you in making one of the biggest investments you may ever make. Josh's dedication of over 20 years to the home construction industry allows him to bring knowledge and experience to your doorstep. That means you can feel confident and comfortable with his service to you. Past clients love his attention to detail and thorough written reports. By allowing priceless inspections to help you make a well-informed decision concerning your property, you will find that a quality inspection is priceless. Follow Priceless Inspections on Facebook or call 315-525-8725. In the Mohawk Valley, for the best real estate service, you got to have faith. Caldwell Banker Faith Properties, 315-735-2222 or www.centralnyhomes.com. Y'all all infidels, that's right. It's Hacker Hameen. This is Al Schneer from the band Mo. Hey, this is Corey Glover from Living Color. And you're listening to EC Radio. And you're listening to EC Radio. Live on EC Radio with the Z-Man. So take the pizza out of your fat moron mouse. Sit back and listen before I give you a $5 face slap. You'll never forget, infidels. YOLO. Welcome to EC Radio Podcast. We would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the Disruption team. And we hope that you will support all of our sponsors. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this program. It's the Wacky Wednesday edition of EC Radio. What's good, everybody? Hump Day Hoedown, it is here. You made it through another Wednesday, people. It's time to disrupt. It's time to disrupt your day. It's EC Radio. I'm having one of those freaking days where nothing is going right. So I think this is the time where I got to throw my PSA. I'm going to throw. Every day I usually put a PSA out there, public service announcement for those that are keeping score at home. Today, my public service announcement, I'm going to start right off the top, is get off your phones when you're driving, people. Get off your phones. Now, I can understand the millennials. They're sitting there. They're driving. They want to check their Facebook. I can't understand it, but get off the phone. Anyways, and maybe some Gen X. But how about these baby boomers that are actually on their phone, too? There's a guy. He can barely even, like, see over the steering wheel, and he's got his head down. I don't know if he's narcoleptic or if he's just staring at his phone or whatever. Wake up. You're on the road. Get off the road if you can't drive if you want to text pull over if you want to check your facebook go home and check your facebook don't check it on the road all right that's my public service announcement for today i'm fired up today you are fired up today. Like nothing it. is going right today and uh i'm gonna take it out on my listeners not at all joining me today melanie's in the house mel francis is in the house and uh jesse as well jesse how you see you last name again morinetti morinetti and we got peoples in common we do we got we some do. peoples in common and i'm sure maybe we're gonna make uh, these connections work I like yeah, i'm sure your uncle will be checking in a little bit he usually does oh i hope so hi so, uncle tom if you uh, 
Uh, Uncle Tommy. <laughs> I've never heard him be called Uncle Tom before. That's so cute. Anyway, so with much love and respect out to him. Tom is like a mentor brother to me. And like, I probably wouldn't be sitting. I actually, I would not be sitting in this seat right now if it wasn't for him. Because well, he actually lined awesome. me up with this building. And He's pretty awesome. He is pretty awesome. Pretty he awesome. is pretty awesome. So we I love, love you, Tommy. So Mel is here from the American Cancer Society. we got the Relay for Life coming up really, really soon, right? That's happening in June. Right. Mm-hmm. You're right. We're kicking it off tomorrow night. We always have kickoffs for our Relay events. Mm. And... They range. They're fun. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be at Saranac, so we're really, really excited. We're having a happy hour there, and we want everybody to come and check it out, mm-hmm. learn about what we do, and hopefully get involved in some some way. Absolutely. So what kind of activities are going on at Saranac tomorrow? We're just drinking. Just, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of activities usually go on at Saranac Well, you tomorrow? never know. I don't know if no. there's maybe a little twist to the drinking. No, there actually, we, we do. We have some games, um, which, you know, our actual theme this year for, for our event the, um, is game night. So we actually have some board games, and we have a game that the people that can come in can do um, that that we won't really spoil tonight they have to they have to be there to to learn about it um and then our bark for life which is our canine version of relay for life they have a game there too which is going to be pretty fun and they're giving away dog treats and and some good goodies for your pups it would, i need those yes i have three well then and, we hope to see you there and right? they run my life <laughs> right exactly as they should as they should <laughs> yep all dogs run their owner's life is that correct guilty Absolutely. yes <laughs> you have dogs jesse i have a dog a dog and it runs my life just as much as my three kids do <laughs> <laughs> so. she's got baby twins oh do you really i do well I and do. a doggy at home a doggy at home and a 12 year old yeah and the yeah. dog is the one that runs your life more than the kids sometimes <laughs> yeah, right actually they kind of they're battling out for it especially you know the nine month olds and the t- the puppy they're kind of like territorial you know they're trying to see who rules the roost yeah you're yeah. busy then huh oh yeah you got a lot yeah, going on i do and you volunteer for the relay i do i do i've been doing it for quite a while um but i'm really excited about our kickoff this is the first time we're holding it at saranac and we're kind of bringing a whole new format and i think it's going to be bring a lot of life and a lot of excitement to not just the kickoff event but i, I can see it flowing over into the relay um event itself in june so we're really looking forward to it. A lot of excitement around it. <laughs> Chicken is joining us. Chicken, chickens have one of those days too today. It's like it's all just trickling down. But anyways, hey, we have we have Jesse and, and Mel's hey, in the house hey. with us. Whoa! Nice to meet you. Nice meeting you. <laughs> so uh, Melanie, we gotta take it back a little bit to the Real Men Wear Pink campaign. Absolutely. Back in October. Let's do it. And yeah, I rocked it. You did. You kicked some serious <laughs> pink booty. I kicked some serious pink booty. Yeah. Well, I got off to a great start. And then a lot of, I can't remember what happened, but there was just like a couple times where I just didn't get in and I should have been raising some more, but we did kick ass. You did. did. As a team too. Yeah. We raised more money than any yeah. other team ever. Right. Ever. <laughs> Actually, you guys did amazing. I mean, you were thousands of dollars over the goal which was pretty impressive yeah. um and next year it's going to be better because you're already recruiting oh no people. i'm a one and done yeah no 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 <laughs> way no, 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 no. i'm a one and done i'm like michael carter williams well the, what you do is you recruit somebody to replace you mm-hmm. and then you know challenge them to beat you okay. and then that's how it you know it, you can oh out. is that how it works yeah it's like a you know an apprenticeship or something i see yeah so, I see. So you got to get somebody, somebody from here. I mean, you already had your guys that dye in their beards pink and stuff too. Right? That is true. Yeah. That is true. So you're doing it again. <laughs> Mom has spoken. <laughs> I don't want to piss her off either. And it's like she could probably kick my ass. So I could definitely yeah. kick her. I'll put money on her. I've seen yeah. her beat up Al. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to say anything. <laughs> Uh-oh. But uh, the Relay for Life that's going on, what's the date on the Relay? June 9th. June 9th. And 10th. So it starts at noon, and it ends at 9 a.m. the okay. next day. So it's an all-night affair. You don't have to come and stay all night. That's that's sort of a misconception out there. We would like for people to, but we understand everybody's busy and um, and really can't commit to um, to an all-night thing, especially when they have twin eight-month-olds at home <laughs> or nine-month-olds at home. And, you know, we get that. So we just want people to come out. It's, it's a chance for us to honor and uh, recognize our cancer survivors and, you know, and and do some fundraising for the American Cancer Society. And we're going to have some fun. And, and, you know, if you can come out and walk the track for one mile you know that's great do it if you can come and stay for a couple hours that's great too so and if you want to come all night we'll we're look, glad to have you i like the fact that we're talking about june too yeah yeah you know so we definitely have something to look forward to right. and june always equals warmer weather which we all love around here. Right. <laughs> but, you know, you're going to come back a few more times before the relay, right? right? Yeah, you know? I mean, it's pretty warm today. Yeah, right. All, right, all things considered. Yes. Right. Who knows, in June, it could be snow. You right. never know. I said the window's here. open. Yeah, yeah. 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 I drew yeah. with the window down, and that felt nice. I was yeah. like, all right. And to be fair, to those of you that are not in Utica, New York, it's 47, and we're saying that's really yeah. warm. Yeah. Break out from the flip-flops. <laughs> this I, from a southern girl. I don't know what's happened. I almost wore a tank top today. The cutoffs, but I was like, nah, I better not. Anyways, only in upstate New York do we talk about the weather constantly. Constantly. I go, anywhere I go, I was just paying a bill, and the lady just started, well, look looks beautiful today but i don't know about the rest of the week and oh, it's like anywhere you go in utica people are constantly talking about the weather well you got to keep an eye on it because you want to make sure that like, you're not going to get hit with snow and you know travel conditions True. and things like that right so so our kickoff was originally scheduled for last wednesday and guess what we had a blizzard <laughs> i mean it wasn't actually a blizzard but it was a pretty some pretty severe weather and so we had to scramble and reschedule and the guys at saranac were awesome and we're you know we're excited that we were able to reschedule so so quickly um but that's another thing that just that adds a whole nother level you got to tell everybody that you've told and all the newspapers and all the radio and everybody that was promoting your event oh by the way we've had to you know cancel it but i guess that's sort of par for the course up here in the winter yeah it's happened mm-hmm. last year there was three saint patty's day right oh my gosh, that's right <laughs> there was three of them <laughs> there was the real one that always happens on the 17th yep. and there was the one that got canceled but they still did it anyways and then there was the one that was the actual parade right right because that was an actual blizzard so that- every saturday <laughs> in march last year was saint patty's day yep. it was awesome yeah <laughs> yeah a lot of partying going on in this town <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't matter if it's St. Patrick's Day or not. Yes. There's a lot of partying going on in this town. Are you being from? You're originally from South, South Carolina, Carolina yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And to come up here, was it culture shock or not culture shock? More just weather shock. I mean, yeah. the people are actually very nice, and that was pretty common in the South. I right. mean, there's a lot less bless your hearts, but you know, it's good. <laughs> works so well though it says so many things bless your heart (laughs) um but you know for the most part everybody is super friendly and certainly willing to like you know you break down a car is going to stop and help you and you know that that's pretty common yeah um i lived in atlanta for 15 years before moving up here so that part is different just because it takes me a minute and a half to get to work versus an hour and a half to right. get to work so that which i like um that's what yeah. we love about utica yep. there's no traffic there's no traffic none whatsoever you could get from one end of town to the other in about five minutes 
Mm-hmm. It's great. Yep. <laughs> it's great. But then when they remember when the oil tanker spilled yep. last year or something and they really shut the whole city down and people Everybody were went freaking nuts. out. They couldn't like, wow, it. what would you do if you lived in Manhattan? Well, that's <laughs> the thing about like around here too is you have alternate routes. Like there's always another way to get somewhere. Yeah. Back roads. There's like whatever. five alternate routes off of that one. Yeah, it was pretty nice even though they were all congested and but you're right. It's beautiful. You know, you go to some of these places when I lived in like Cocoa Beach you had A1A, and if that got locked up, you're screwed. Right. Like, that's the only thing going in and out of that town. I can't imagine. I know my roll rage wouldn't do situations <laughs> like don't that. Go, don't drive in Atlanta. You'd no, be in jail. <laughs> I had road rage today, too, because way too many people are on their phones while they're driving. Uh-huh. Get off your phones, people. Listen, I understand you want to watch EC Radio, and that's cool, but wait till you get home to do it. You know, Wait till you get to the office or wait till you get to your destination. You know, Driving's way more important than checking your Facebook and your email, your Twitter, or text messaging. Or at least learn Jeez. to do both. I mean, right. I'm pretty good at Twitter right? and driving. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Or, you know, have a, a shotgun to do it for you, you know? There you go. That's the, that's the technique. Have your shotgun do it. How's your shotgun going to work? The sh- you know, I mean, the guy in the passenger seat or the woman <laughs> in the you're passenger alone? seat. Well, if you're alone, then just wait till you get home to check your text message. It yeah. can wait. It can wait. It can exactly. Wait. Hashtag, it can, it can wait. wait. <laughs> I had to sign a thing for that when I worked at Verizon. Yeah. That if we got caught taxiing or whatever, we could be fired. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Texting on the road? Yeah. Really? Yep. That's some serious shit, man. Mm-hmm. You know? And and people are just, it's a law, and people are still not obeying that law. Ah. That's because it's hard to catch you. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it is and it isn't. You can see it, but then they don't they don't waste their time on it because the penalty, I guess, isn't that. I don't know what the penalty is in New York, but yeah, in Georgia, like it was a like a fine. fine. Yeah. yeah, like 50 bucks or 100 yeah. bucks or something yeah. like that. Up right? here, it's pretty stiff. Is it? Yeah. 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 I think it points on your license, too. I think it's like two points on your license. Rightfully like so. Fine. Well, then, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you, you're hands-free. You've been hands-free up here for a long time, right? For speaking on the phone? Yeah. Hands-free? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Can't, okay. use your, can't use your phone you while you're talking. You can't actually have it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought you just couldn't use your phone, period, while you are Well, I mean, that was before text messaging was a thing. I think they totally, like, you weren't allowed to hold your phone up to your ear right. to, uh, to talk on the phone, mm-hmm. um, and th- which was, we didn't have that in the South. Uh, you're allowed to like talk. Florida you can talk on the phone down there? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. While you're driving? Mm-hmm. Yep. It makes no difference. Nope. Man. Yeah. They may have changed it, but... No wonder why everybody drives like an asshole in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. They're the worst in Florida. They are. They're also they're old. Yeah. Well, they are. <laughs> and, and nobody's from Florida. That's true. You know, they're all from somewhere else. They're all from New York. <laughs> yeah, well, all bad drivers from up here go down there. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. You get a lot of Canadians and a lot of people from Michigan, too. <laughs> Yeah. Down in Florida. Oh yeah, of course. The snowbirds. So they're all like looking around, like, where do I go? You know? <laughs> but there's only that one road, so. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> it would literally take me 20 minutes to get a mile down the road where I worked. It was crazy. That is crazy. I used to live by Ron John's, and it'd be like an hour, or, or like about about 20 minutes to a half hour to get to like literally half hour down the road. Ron John's Surf Shop. Yeah. I haven't I haven't heard about thought about that place in years. I, I used to live like right in front of it. Yeah. That was your destination point to know where you were, especially on those well, long when, nights of drinking. When I gave people, right, you know, like, <laughs> tell them where I lived, you know, like, right across the street from Ron John's. <laughs> yep. 
There you go. That was a good landmark. Yep. <laughs> can't miss that. You can't miss it. Yeah, it's huge. So what do we got? What's our um, affiliation with the Relay for Life this year? What are we going to do, Chicken? We got to do yeah. something. Oh, come on. We need to do something. You, you need I'm music over there, huh? I'm still looking for some music acts. We need music. And there's I know a lot you of guys bands. know people. Yeah, there's a lot of bands that listen to the show, and there's a lot of bands on the show. Rainbow. Rainbow. Awesome. No. <laughs> okay, well, there's some stipulations to be there. <laughs> I mean, much love to know Rainbow. <laughs> much love to him. I, you know. Um, but you have to be family friendly. Yeah, and you have to know how to tune your instrument. Yes, that that's usually good because you know, you have to remember these bands. Um, they're donating their time to us, right. so it's really big. We really appreciate everything they do, and I understand that it is a hard commitment to make sometimes. Um, and quite honestly, there's times where you're playing, and I'm asking you to get everybody excited and pumped up, and not a single person is watching you because they're walking. Mm -hmm. um so you may True. not have an actual crowd in front of you and i still need you to act as if you have a hundred people standing in front of you giving you you know their full attention more importantly you need to get your hundred people to come out and better yeah you. that would be even better because mm -hmm. there's a lot to do there is the entertainment and then you know the teams have their own stuff going on and mm -hmm. always awesome raffles yeah people are raffling off televisions and there's some really big ones out there we've had adirondack chairs and like adirondack chair sets and to me i think that's pretty cool oh absolutely those are always my favorite you know um we've had kayaks and bikes and you know really nice fire pits and like you said tvs and stuff so there's a Not lot of raffles, a huh? lot of liquor baskets usually just hints out there you know um i like that stuff <laughs> yeah you know yep wheelbarrows of wine uh-huh yeah yeah wow. wheelbarrows of wine mm -hmm. yeah wow yeah how many bottles of wine can you fit in a wheelbarrow a lot i think how, you guys how many should boxes create of wine? <laughs> better yet why don't you guys create a team and that should be your challenge how many bottles of wine can you fit in a wheelbarrow there you go and then you... how many bottles of wine can we drink out of a wheelbarrow? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not really a wine person, so let's kind of put something else together. You can do a you can make how many cans of UC in there. Like, there that you makes yeah, sense. You can right, totally so that's do that. That's smart. Yeah. Or you could, yeah, you make could... it one of those instead of like how many jelly beans are in there, like how many cans of UC are in there. I like that. We, we got to add ice though. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to add ice. Well, we can't drink it there. No, yeah, oh. no drinking there. Yeah. So that's... But afterwards, you can celebrate how great your team did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because huh. it's a family-friendly thing, uh, and gotcha. you can drink tomorrow night. Obviously, at the don't know my family. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your family's not allowed them. <laughs> Unless they have a lot of money and they want to come spend it on all of our stuff, you know, we can we can see about exceptions <laughs> exactly. we can make. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh yeah. You see, I don't know. We'll yeah. give a little love to our sponsors. Maybe mm -hmm. they'll help us out with yeah. it. So uh, yeah, yeah. Well, cool. maybe that's something we can do. I like it. Yeah, and so too. we got to walk around a little bit, and and then. Yeah. So, and people will buy people will buy a chance to guess at how many UCs they are and you'll make a lot of money on it that you'll of course turn into the American Cancer Society and then whoever you can pull a raffle winner out of that and give them a wheelbarrow of UCs That's and huge. then we can all go with them when relays right. over and help them drink <laughs> exactly. it I like that I, yeah. like, I like the way you drink celebratory <laughs> <laughs> oh no she's a smart one <laughs> um all about the party, though. <laughs> I, you know, I just like to have a good time <laughs> and give back. Yeah, you know? absolutely, and that's what it is. That's the important thing is giving back. Absolutely. And you guys do a yeah. lot of events, and so you definitely do give back. What are some of the other events you guys are doing? Well, our relay season is our big thing right now. Is but that all you're focusing on right pretty now? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, we also on a on a kind of different note, we have. Um, 
Colgate University is participating in a three-point challenge, which is pretty cool, and it goes to, towards the American Cancer Society. So basically, for the month of February, um, they want their fans to pledge a certain dollar amount for however many three-pointers they'll make. And you go on this Pledge It website, and they're competing against 200 other schools in the country. Like Florida is in the University of Florida is in first place right now because somebody um, committed a thousand dollars a three pointer, which is insane. And thousand dollars a three pointer. Yeah. And so they wow. they score Baller. fifty <laughs> three pointers in in February, which is completely possible because oh, yeah. they're a good team. And you know they're gonna they're gonna pony up fifty thousand dollars. So that's, that's another huge. yeah. I mean, so I take that bet with Syracuse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're going to the game tonight, so you know um, it'd be cool if they could hit a free throw. Actually, yeah, but. yeah, they're doing all right. No, they're doing good. Yeah, yeah. I was there Sunday. Actually, it was fun. Yeah, that was uh, a good game. It was a fun game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but Colgate's doing it, and they're—I don't think Syracuse is participating in the three-point challenge, but Colgate is, and they're great, and they've got—you know—I mean, most schools have around. They they raise a couple of thousand dollars, you awesome. know, up to ten, fifteen. But there's a challenge right now that if Colgate gets more pledgers in the um, in the next week, they can win a fifteen thousand dollar bonus, which would be which would go to this area. So that's that's pretty cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um. So that's something we got going on. You know, Notre Dame had a coaches versus cancer basketball game the other night at the high school. Mm -hmm. Those are all things that we get involved in. And then we have relays everywhere. So we have the North Country um, in Boonville. Camden, Herkimer County, which has one at the Herkimer County Fairgrounds and one in Dahlsville, and then Madison County, which is in Oneida, and then, of course, Utica, which is at MV. Well, so this is a huge territory. Yeah, it's that's, big. That's a big territory. It is. And it's nice. They're really good to us, and it gives us a really fun layout. It's a little different than, you know, our past layouts yeah. on just the track and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so a typical relay started out in 1985 with a doctor wow that long ago huh? yep mm -hmm. wow. yeah 1985 and this is how it started a doctor gordy clatt um was inspired to to run all night for um for cancer survivors that he knew and like to honor cancer survivors where was cancer, he at uh in or uh washington state washington state yeah um and so that that's how it started and then relay for life so he ran all night around a track for 24 hours <laughs> To, to you know in honor of cancer survivors and 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 in honor of people that he had lost and the next year they were you know a, a really kind of smart guy said well, why don't we take that and run with and run with it or relay with it no and, pun. yeah <laughs> and so then it and so then it became a thing and the relay for life events are actually the largest fundraisers in the world they raise you know bigger than the breast cancer walks bigger than um, you know any kind of I don't know what are some of the other bigger fundraisers that everybody knows about, but real um, men wear pink. Right. Well, <laughs> that's gonna be there. It's coming up. Um, but you know, um, and it's not a race. Everybody thinks it's a race. I thought it was a race when I first heard about it, but it's just a it's it's a walk, and you're supposed to walk on the track all night, and and it's supposed to uh, all day and night, and it's supposed to represent the life and journey rather of a cancer patient. So mm -hmm. they get diagnosed, and we have this opening ceremony where all of our cancer survivors are there, and they're surrounded by all their loved ones and their caregivers, and they do a kind of a celebratory lap for the first for the to kick it off, and then. Um, and then everybody on, that has teams is supposed to put a put somebody out on the track to walk. Mm -hmm. And so you just walk until the next person kind of comes and subs you out, you know, tags you out. And then you do it all night. And, and the thing is, at night, 
you're, you're, you end up out on that track by yourself. And that's how the cancer patient feels sort of, you know, they get all kinds of support right at the beginning of their diagnosis and everybody comes out, but like six months or six weeks later, they're sort of by themselves. You know, they got their one person, their caregiver, whatever around them, but everybody mm-hmm. else is off living their lives. And so then the sun comes up and everybody sort of comes back out and that's like represents the end of their journey and how everybody's kind of back around. So that's the the premise in the background of a relay and they've taken on many shapes and forms over the years and some are no longer 24 hours just because life has happened but they're still the number one uh fundraiser in the world and yours is just an overnight thing then ours it ours it starts at noon and this year instead of ending at noon on saturday on sunday we're going to end at nine just because it's sort of over the years has been done by then anyway most people have just kind of gone home and so we're just going to let them go home you know gotcha um and then ideally we'll have our closing ceremony back at saranac a couple days later where we celebrate um all of our accomplishments what a perfect spot Mm -hmm. (laughs) i love it there that's a great place to celebrate accomplishments absolutely my favorite place to celebrate accomplishments why not yeah right Mm -hmm. i mean it is Utica, you know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when in Rome. Right. Well, that's great. You guys are really busy, though. Girls, mm-hmm. sorry, ladies. I always say <laughs> guys. I don't know. I'm always... You could say y'all. Yeah. Y'all. No. <laughs> it really works. <laughs> so I well. think it only works for you. I don't think it works <laughs> for the rest of us. <laughs> I just can't find that in my vocabulary. When, I think once you get past Virginia, you can't say it anymore. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Right past the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it is. No longer can say y'all. <laughs> Not when you say it like that. You yeah. No, that's that. the thing. I don't think any of us have like the right tone to pull it off. Right. Like I would love to be able to, but it just sounds funny coming out of my voice. Right. right. Same here. We're y'all. too Italian. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you can say it with your hands in the air. Yeah. You right. <laughs> you can definitely do that. <laughs> I always say if they tie my hands together, I can never talk. I can't. Somebody made me sit on my hands once, and I stuttered like never before. <laughs> it was embarrassing. <laughs> but it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, so yeah, we're busy. But How we're do people hard. get involved? They go to relayforlife.org mm-hmm. slash Utica NY, and they'll find all the information for the Utica event. Or if they're not in the Utica area, they can go to relayforlife.org and put in their zip code and, and one will pop up because they're in Syracuse. You know, they're all over the place. Syracuse is going to do something a little different this year. They're doing a, a fight cancer fest and that's in May and they're doing it at um, Chevy Court at the at the fairgrounds. So that'll be different, but and they're going to have bands and they're probably is going to be beer there um so it's just a little bit of a different vibe um but again it's just um it still honor cancer survivors and and caregivers and 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 have team events and things there that where the teams are doing some on-site fundraising is there an unlimited amount of people you can have on a team absolutely unlimited you can have all of so from one to infinity Mm -hmm. okay yep absolutely yeah we got to start building a team chicken yeah. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Build a team. You, you can, can get, oh, sorry. You can get your warm up at our Bark for Life event uh, that Melanie mentioned earlier. When's Bark for Life? Bark May. for Life is May. May, May 5th. May 5th. 5th. Yes. Cinco de Mayo. Yes. yes. But it's early, so you have plenty of time to do both. Yeah. Yeah. And that's well, only like an hour. But yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not Mexican, so I don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo. I'm not Mexican either, but I love to eat Mexican food. <laughs> I yeah, do right, too. Right. And There's I, a lot of Irish people that aren't Irish normally except for St. Patty's Day Day either so don't get me started on St. Patty's Day (laughs) and and how many Catholics were celebrating Fat Tuesday last night you know (laughs) or non-Catholics I guess yeah not I yeah (laughs) wow yesterday was Fat Tuesday Mm -hmm. was it really today's Ash Wednesday Uh, yeah you gotta repent it's Lent I I repent every day (laughs) (laughs) my whole life's 
in repent. See, I like that. You know, us fat people, we got our own our own holiday. You know, fat. fat <laughs> <laughs> nice. You just eat and drink. Yes. Did you celebrate yesterday? I ate and drink. What did we do yesterday? <laughs> uh, uh, we just hung out with the old mayor. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't drink. Well, we, went, well, we ate. Maybe we should crack beers open now. And we went over to Danielle's. Did, we ate some food at Danielle's. There you no, go. you're not allowed now. Now, you're, now <laughs> yeah, everybody no, goes sober for 40 days or 46 days or whatever. That's blasphemy. Not I. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sober. Not I. My dad told me he used to change the rules on us all the time. We <laughs> we would give up stuff for Lent, and then years later he said, "We well, don't have to do it on Sundays." And I was like, "What do you mean you don't have to do it on Sunday?" He's like, "Yeah, your Sunday's your free day. You can you can." If you gave up chocolate, you can eat chocolate on Sunday or whatever it was. And I was like, you're making it up. And then as he got a little older, he says, well, I'm 65. I don't have to do it anymore. I was like, what? <laughs> he makes up his own rules. He makes up his own rules. You get a pass on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> was it, it was supposed either. to, like, you were supposed to give it up for the entire time, right? Right. Like, meat and all that. Yeah. And, like, then it just turned to Fridays. Fridays, right. Yeah. And then when, as he got older, he's like, I'm, you know, I don't have to. I'm old. I can eat meat on Friday. It's fine. And, and you know, I used to hang out, you know. I have different types of friends, and there's some friends that were like, you know, they do all illegal activities and swear and all this other stuff, but they wouldn't eat meat on Friday. I'm like, oh, that's your saving grace. <laughs> I got a few of those, too. I, get, I actually gave up Lent, or meat for Lent and never went back See, 20 I gave years up Lent. ago. <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah. I gave up Catholicism. <laughs> yeah. I gave up the whole religion, yep. period. I was like, yeah, after my, my Catholic school got closed in fifth grade, I was done with it. So it was, oh. uh, that was my pass. Mine was communion. <laughs> I mean, confirmation. <laughs> I never made it to confirmation. They kicked me out of the school. <laughs> like, you're gone. Get out of here. I went to Catholic school to the fifth grade, and then it closed. And then after that, I was like, okay, I'm not Catholic anymore. That was here? <laughs> I to go. Yeah. When, what school Mount Carmel. Mm. When oh, my, uh, I didn't know they had one there. I'm old. When my brother got no. married. When my brother got married, he got married in a church. And he just looks at me and goes, dude, just... Just go with it, all right? Just, just, please, just go with it. I'm like, don't worry. I'm like, he expected as soon as I put my finger into holy water, it just start bubbling. Uh, <laughs> hey, Chicken, look, Mel brought us some Valentine's candy. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy, Happy Hallmark holiday. Yeah. You, want, you want a piece of candy? Sure. No, you can't. You just got out uh, of the gym. Fine. <laughs> well, yeah, I deserve it then. Yeah, right? You've done your workout you today. You worked for it. Yeah. Um, Killing it. Killing it, kid. Killing it. Oh wow! Now we are finally up on on Facebook, guys. Yeah, Yay! <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. To, we're finally later. up. Yeah. This whole time I've been here, I've been trying to look up for the feed. I'm like, where the hell is the damn feed? <laughs> we were where? So where were we? We were just on the on your network. Yeah, we're on Disruption. We're live on Disruption Network uh, Facebook page. We're also live on Disruption Network YouTube and Twitch and Periscope and all the. All those social medias that I can't keep up with. <laughs> There's way too many of them. Yeah. I do Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I like Instagram. See, those are the three. But yeah. well, we have it set up so you just link them all into one. So it's, And I don't bother with any of them <laughs> except for the Instagram. I love Instagram. Yeah. Because it's not political. It's just pictures. <laughs> it's not, right? yeah. it's not political. Like but how do you know what, who... Is it a Trump supporter and who's not? You know? <laughs> how are you going to know what Trump does? You know, if you it's that unfollow button. Thank you. And how are you going to know what people ate for dinner? <laughs> that's well, Instagram. That's Instagram. That is Instagram. <laughs> is that's it. what I like. I like to see good food and babies and dogs. And that's right. about it, you know? Yeah. Um, Hilarious. But the Relay for Life, it's happening. Now. How many parties do you have leading up to it? Do you have a couple or is it just the one tomorrow at the brewery? Well, I already had one uh, for Madison. We did that back in January at the Callet in Oneida. Um, and then we did Camden's back in no, in October, which was a little bit different and fun. Um, 
Bob in my office had uh, Rome's kickoff last night. And so tomorrow is Utica. And then at the end of March, we're doing Herkimer and we're going to do um, a food cook-off. So you can come to that one. I like food. Yeah. It's um, the, their theme. So all, all of our relays have their own theme just to give the team sort of something to focus on and a way to decorate their tents. And, you know, it gets very festive and you're very familiar. It looks like a looks like a festival. It's kind of nice, you know. I've been to a couple. Yeah. Um, and... And uh, so that theme is Passport to a Cure. So it's an international theme. So we're asking a lot of local chefs and the Herkimer um, Little Falls area to participate and be our celebrity chefs and come in and, you know, sample the food and we'll vote for the best one. And they'll be our Herkimer kickoff cookoff chef champion. Let, let me know if you need a, a taste tester. Okay. Uh, you can I'll come. donate my services for it. Please come. <laughs> we, we want everybody to come out for that. That one's on March 26th at the... Elks Lodge in Little Falls. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so they're all a little different. You're well prepared. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's all, all up here. here. It's all, yeah, which is why I'm ch- checking myself a little. Um, but tomorrow is, is the Utica one, and that is at Saranac, and it's a happy hour. So it's just 530 to 730. It's come drink a beer, meet us. Um, and and no, so no formal program. You don't have to sit down and listen to anybody talk. You just kind of come and get some information, find out how to start a team, what it takes, um, which is, uh, pretty easy these days. It's all online, you know, most of it. And, and maybe get some fundraising ideas, find out about bark and, and if you're a survivor, we got, we have special stuff for all of our survivors and, um, and, you know, really just kind of meet, meet everybody. And that's what we're doing. It's a meet and greet. It's a meet and greet. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Now the relay for life, like when all the money's allocated, where where does it go? So um, research, education, advocacy, um, and services. Those are our main pockets mm-hmm. of where where the money goes. So research is obviously our biggest. Um, and aside from the federal government, the American Cancer Society is the largest cancer researcher out there. Um, and most of the research that we're doing or that we allocate money for are things that are s- too small to get federal funding and they need a little bit more time to, they need the money so that they can get big enough to get federal funding. So we, we've had several in the, like Buffalo and Rochester area, several researchers that have gotten grants from the American Cancer Society that have gone on to create treatments that um, cancer patients use. Um, one of the biggest ones that uh, cancer patient, the, um, breast cancer patients use is the, do you know it? Uh, oh, oh man! I'm are you testing her? <laughs> I did. I totally <laughs> tested. It's tamoxifen, and um, <laughs> like, yeah, no yep. No just way. go with it. It is. Yeah, that's it. And <laughs> that was that was developed by American Cancer Society um, funds. So that's that's our biggest one. Services we provide. Um, the Hope Lodge is is a big one. So like Rob actually. Um, so. We'll get to that in a second, but Rob uh, is my husband's bass player in his band, and he just uh, had cancer and and beat it. Woo! Nice. Um, yeah, but he up. lived in. We're, we're definitely. Yes. He gets a bell. Yeah, there you go. Um, he lived in Portland, Maine, and or around Portland, Maine, but was getting treatment in Boston, and so he had to go there every day, five days a week, and it's five hours total. And so some days he would take the train, and the cancer society had. A partner with the train with the train for cheaper discounted train tickets oh, cool, so he cool. could do that and then if he needed a ride when he got to the train station to his 
uh, doctors ought to the hospital, um, we could provide a ride for that. So there, so that's some of the services that we provide. Transportation and lodging are big ones mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know how it is. I mean, we're in, we don't, you know, Rochester has great doctors, New York City, Boston, and people in this area want to go there and they need a place to stay and we provide that place for free. That's incredible. With your money that, right. that you're, you know, that, that we're raising. Um, so that's, a, that's, that's obviously a big one. Education aspect is treatments, you know, getting screenings, colorectal screening, that's a big one in March, the HPV vaccination for kids that are, or people that are aged like 11 to 24, um, that's huge. That's the cancer that Rob had if the vaccine had been around 20 years ago, you know, or more, um, you know, maybe he wouldn't have gotten that cancer, mm-hmm. you know. So that's our, those are, those are big pushes that we are always raising funds for so that we can get the vaccines out there and, and, and make sure that people get them and get, get early screenings, wear sunscreen, stop smoking. Yeah. You know, those things. Yeah. (laughs) The basic things, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot though. And education is key. I mean, you know, you got to start it early in the schools into the elementary schools and it's important that everybody is knowledgeable on this horrible disease. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and And there's a way to prevent it too. Like you said, there are some ways, you know, like you said, stop smoking and, and eating well too. Right, you know? exercise, yeah. nutrition, exercise, nutrition, very important. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, don't eat Monsanto food. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> grow, grow your own food. Grow your own. Right. But <laughs> Monsanto seeds. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Who knows what the hell they're putting in our food? But yeah. So so that's yes. Then that's why we always we're you know we need we always need more more teams and participants mm-hmm. and you can give obviously anytime um but we but we like the relay event because it's something fun to do and and fundraising I mean, we say it all the time like what do you like to do do you, do you like to drink all right figure out a way to make that a fundraiser mm-hmm. you know and it's a simple thing where you could do a like for me i would do a wine tasting where i would provide the wines and make my friends and family come over and donate 10 bucks and we'll have a party and then i've just raised you know if i have 10 people i've raised 100 bucks you know whatever it's Sometimes it's very, very easy to do it. Sometimes it can be a lot more complicated. People are planning golf tournaments, and those that takes a lot more work. Yeah. You know, asking on Facebook, also very effective. Mm-hmm. Mr. Real Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it is effective. Yeah. It definitely is. In fact, when I was doing my Real Men Wear Pink campaign, I was just going online doing live Facebooks, and people were donating money left and right. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was effective. It worked. So if you're out there raising money, I suggest you doing Facebook Live. It absolutely. works. Mm-hmm. As we're live on Facebook and, right now. And cancer is something that, you know, touches everybody. Everybody. Oh, everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody. Unfortunately. Un- yeah. Very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But it, it is something that everybody has to deal with at some point in time. And that's why I feel like, you know, like a lot of people tend to, to give for that because, you know, th- they were affected by it. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. Or currently being affected by it. Yeah. Yeah. And I want your I want your girlfriend to come out and walk the survivor lap this year too. All right, sure. she will. We'll yeah, make her. Awesome. We gotta make her. Yeah, absolutely. She will get involved any way she can. Right, she's a she badass. Is, yeah, she is a badass, and she's also into the Make a Wish Foundation, and she's got pen pals, and she takes care of her peoples, and it's cool. It's but, like she she definitely stays involved, and she's been a cancer survivor for over twenty years now. Yeah, God bless and then she awesome. still stays active and involved with yeah. with mm-hmm. Make a Wish and stuff. So, happy Valentine's Day, Tori. Give her a little rub. I'm gonna give you a little rub later too, baby. So. <laughs> little. <laughs> 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 but for now, uh, we are eating candy. <laughs> We're eating chocolate kisses. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, what you guys are doing is great, though. Like, it, it's important to educate, raise money, and make awareness. And that's 
key when it comes to this bad, horrible disease that we're yeah. all affected by. Mm-hmm. Right. We're getting there. We're mm-hmm. making progress. Yeah. Now, how much or how many people usually attend this Relay for Life? Is there uh, is there an average? I don't know. Oh, gosh, I don't five. know. More than 500 people yeah. easily, mm-hmm. you know, 500 to 1,000, you know, throughout the day because people kind of come and go. Exactly. Um, so the beginning is always very busy because that's when we're recognizing all of our survivors and you know for the first time and then at night we do what's called a luminary ceremony and that's at nine o'clock um and we line so uh people can make white bags and decorate them in honor or in memory of their loved ones and then we line those along the track and light them up and it looks i mean it's very tissues yeah it's very moving it's kind of impossible to get through dry-eyed unless you've got a heart of stone um chicken (laughs) he's right i'm gonna make you cry (laughs) um but no it's 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 very moving um and so you know they'll come back a lot of people will come just for that Mm -hmm. they just want to see the luminaries and 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 put their bags out and and in honor and of their loved ones so it's it's pretty cool um but yeah throughout the day we've got a kids tent mm-hmm. we've got um well yeah we're looking we have a kids tent um and that's usually you know keeps the young ones pretty entertained um <laughs> we're looking to bring back some more activities not just our entertainment um music wise um but we're looking to do some like minute to win it games too so that would be really fun that the teams and their participants can get involved or in. anybody that's there I, yeah i got an idea on your meeting okay uh-oh this is where we do the Tommy Drama Dunk Tank. I oh, love Dunk Tank. We've had it in the past, and they're really good. I think you need to bring it back. Bell. That's yep. a good one. I like yes. it. Can we so set that I'm up? Like, yes. I have to see you guys there. Please. Like, All right, so we're scratching the, the wheelbarrow full of UC. <laughs> I, I like the dunk pig Yeah, because there's a lot of people that not I mean, only well, Tommy Trauma, there probably a line down the block to, to dunk right. him, <laughs> but I'm sure I would probably half of that, and you would probably have like a quarter of that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm sure we can raise some money for yeah. that. Oh, there's oh, tons yeah. of people that love to dunk me. Yeah, sure. yeah that, that is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't know you, and I would do it. Right? Yeah, See, I would, <laughs> I would totally do it, and I would pay to I would pay to dunk Z. Yeah, yeah. I, there's line up. They would line up for miles, but Tommy Drama, they would line up for years. I would be in that line. I like Tommy. Can we, we can fluctuate the price, like make certain people pay more. Like you have to pay twenty dollars. Yeah, right. You know. Um, yeah. Lo- no. That we. Yes. Yes. The answer. And that can yeah. happen there, like easily. Yeah, that's definitely Absolutely. something. In Camden, they do one, and I love it. The high school kids put it together, and they make their teachers come over for an hour throughout the day like each teacher comes over and the kids come you know they come out of the woodwork just to come dunk their teachers it's oh, pretty yeah. cool oh yeah yeah definitely they huh. make they, they are busy all day making bank it's pretty fun that's a good idea I mean, we could mm-hmm. even get some names in there you know what I mean? oh we could we could get some yeah some good names in there mm-hmm. yeah we're... do we know anybody like musicians or anything that would... i, I mean, might know one or two <laughs> yeah we know a couple <laughs> i know some popular ones too mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I like that. Mode That's of Marrier. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, hey, Rob should come there for that. That would be great. <laughs> Actually, would I'm be sure great. people would line up to dunk. Well, no. Now everybody would not want to dunk him now, but maybe back before they would have <laughs> lined up to dunk him. He's got a new release on life. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I love you, Durak. <laughs> Anyhow, it's... um. 
Related for life. Get involved. It's super important. I'm loving the dunk tank, though. We, we got to make that, that happen. happen. Yeah. When, when, when is this again? It's June 9th. June 9th. So yeah. it'll be warm. nice and warm. Yeah, yeah. it'll be warm. Yeah. But yeah. probably, our luck, probably not. But right. Maybe, right. I know. Yeah. It might be pouring, but whatever. We'll put a minute in. It's more <laughs> right? fun, actually. It's going to get yeah. wet anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm going to check the future forecast, and it's going to be about 78, if my people are telling me. I'll make so. sure to wear my nice white t shirt so everyone gets a nice. Yeah. <laughs> we got wa- we've got water over there. They're ready to fill it up. It's t- We can fill it up all day long. <laughs> now, does the Relay for Life. Do you guys do the heart running walk? Do you guys get involved with that at all? No. No, that's no, the American Heart I, No, I know it is. But I was thinking maybe you should walk to try to get people to, to join your walk as well. You know? Hmm. Strength in numbers, cross promotion and stuff. I don't know. They might get mad at us. I know. They they Why would they get mad at you? <laughs> I can't. That's your... If you're walking, you're donating. You know. No, I'm It's all it. for a cause. Oh, that, you know? I and think it's, it's far enough away. It's yeah. March to June. I mean... Why why not get a team together you know, from the cancer society? Maybe you're sparking something. Maybe there's some talks there. You know, I like that idea. Happen. It's something we We're get involved with every lives. year. You do? We, yeah. we do the heart run and yes. walk every year. I've been doing it for like the last probably seven eight years now. I've been doing and, it about uh, eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah, we've been doing it for a long time, and and it's a great event. Everybody gets together, but why shouldn't you have some presence in it? I you know, I can't think of a reason. Have a booth set up in in the what was it the exhibition that they have there? Expo. The expo, yeah. Set up a booth in the expo and try to get people signed up for that. I mean, so when are you going to join the committee for really right now? I, I, I have no time. Really good idea. I have no time. <laughs> we'll just keep coming here and he'll oh, keep sharing his ideas. <laughs> and usually, when I share my ideas on my show, people steal them anyway. Right. So that's why, <laughs> you that's why we're here. Great. We'll take them. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep coming back. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, you should get involved because it is one of the biggest events in the area. It really area. is. I mean, and last year was so us, yeah. last year was so cold, but they still had thousands of people walking and running and stuff, yeah. and it was bitter, bitter cold. I'm talking it was in single digits. Yeah, no, it was nasty. I remember. I watched it on TV. I didn't watch <laughs> And you know what, though? Like, if they're going to come out there in the cold. They're like nine months pregnant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if people are going to come out and walk in the cold, they're gonna come out and walk in the warmth. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. For like, sure, we're gonna have some. We're also at, uh, looking into the refugee center to get some of. They have a bunch of music groups yeah. over there that we're gonna have come out. Oh, cool! I'm yeah. excited. You know, I would love to have different cultures show us their way of celebrating, especially celebrating life. Um, so I've got a really sweet contact over at the refugee center. Um, I talked to her really quickly about it, and I'm gonna get in contact with her again and see what we can bring. And not rainbow though. <laughs> Okay. No. <laughs> I, I can show you how the Irish celebrate. Yeah, <laughs> Family friendly. And, and, and then the Italians where you just manja. Wow, that's yes. Like and there's that. usually plenty of that that goes on too because um, we've had food trucks. People work with food trucks and bring them in. Um, we've had a couple different ones. Um, I know uh, who is it. From the grapevine usually comes in. I oh, Louis! Yeah, yeah, he's, he's great. Usually he's there. everywhere. He's, I, he is. I everywhere. think there's like five of him. Yeah, and like we don't know. He's got like five brothers, right. and they just all <laughs> everywhere. Right. And I mean, how can you not go grab a gyro? Like, oh, come yeah. on. Oh, yeah. He see, does it up over there. Oh, so that's good. My, see, those are my people. Those are your my dad's Lebanese. Yeah. So, you know. So I think, good. Yeah. Love the grapevine. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great spot. I love all the Lebanese restaurants here. There's so many. Yeah. There yeah. really is. Great. They're all good characters. Yeah. great. Yeah. we yeah. got to give some love to Albert, too, down yeah. at, on Varick Street. Zena's. They're gyro bowls. Have you tried them? My favorite. Delicious. Amazing. I love going to Zena's. I love that place. Yep. One more time, though. we got to mention your looking for bands as well absolutely right? yes that is huge right now um i'm looking for bands to again donate their time i know that's kind of like a oh, thing um they can have a tax write-off hey yeah, there you go 
Um, usually we look for about, you know, hour and a half to two hour slots, but I can work with anybody's availability. Mm-hmm. Again, we just ask that you be family friendly and really wanting to like get the crowd going. Full on bands or acoustic Either or, or we DJs or just had, whatever. Yes. The whole range. Okay. The yeah. entire range. I mean, we've had dance groups in the past. We'd love to bring them back. I mean, I, you, Robert Channing, I've been trying to get a hold of that man for years. I got his number. Hook me up. <laughs> I've been trying to get a hold of him for years. I would love to have his act come. Even stuff like that. He's busy magic. Man. I know he is so busy. But it, whether it be magic, um, um, like theater acts even, like we'll do that. I would love to have a choir in the morning. So if anybody out there knows of a really good, like, upbeat choir that would be willing to perform Sunday morning, Some contact gospel. us. That would be really awesome. I would love to see that. I mean, what better way to wake up, especially for those that have slept over? Um, and as they're getting ready to break down to, you know, get some joyous music going, like, why not? Well, uplifting music. Yeah. yeah. I am volunteering our house resident DJs right now. He's beats and biz. They're playing. <laughs> put, yes! them on, put them on the bill right now. Whether they like it or not, I'm signing them up. All right. They're, they're playing. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, they're, he's beats and biz. You didn't do it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it. All right. He's oh. beats and biz. Um, just sign them up. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sign them up. Nice. I will. Absolutely. We are right going to chat after this. Sorry, Gabe, but you're doing it. Find out <laughs> I'm making you do it. what time slot we're going to throw them into. Yeah, whatever time slot they want. Yeah. yeah. At this point. Later the better. <laughs> That's fine. Well, we got to go all night. We have people that stay, and they want something to like pick them up and go into the night with. You know, Obviously, like once you get to a certain point, we got to talk about like noise you know, quote unquote, whatever. Wait, the Masonic home? No, no, MV. no, MV. MV, that's right, MV. Yeah, but we have people that are dedicated to, to being too, there overnight. It. Like, let's give them some fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Absolutely. going the distance. It's perfect yes. for speed. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Good one. Awesome. Cake, baby, cake. <laughs> you know, it's perfect too because it's right around the corner from East One's house. So, oh, right. who's there? Let me crawl out I'm of bed. Sign- Come I'm on signing over. him up. You're in, Gabe. I love this place. I do. It's like, boom. What's up, Bo? Yeah, Bo. <laughs> She's like, you know, you got to come to our party. I'm like, I can't come to the party, but come on the podcast and talk about it. You know, <laughs> this is my come on my party. Yeah, <laughs> I will. You never got to experience the electric company, but you're experiencing the EC radio. Yeah, oh, you're experiencing. Right. Oh, you've never been to the electric company. Well, no, she was a southern here. girl. Yeah, she was a southern girl. I've, I've heard some shows from there, though. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a great time. Mm-hmm. It really was. It's uh, my blackout ears, but <laughs> but we we carried that whole vibe over to here and it's much easier i don't have to kick out drunk people right on the radio, so. well, well sometimes depends on who we got in here <laughs> <laughs> not as many anyway sometimes they get into the uc I mean, we can make that happen if you need it to happen again <laughs> if you're just feeling nostalgic for those days <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah. We, well we just crack open new season start drinking jägermeister and then oh, we're all good uh, after. <laughs> oh yeah you gotta lower that dude. yeah because yeah, yeah, we by surprise that's gotta come down please <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Come one out more, tomorrow night. One more time. Please. Yes. Talk about tomorrow night. Come out tomorrow night and hang out with us for happy hour from 5:30 to 7:30 at the tavern at Saranac. There's going to be drink specials. Oh, I forgot that part. Yeah, discounted <laughs> beers. Oh, okay. you forget that part. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Um, and of course, it it is also family friendly. So uh, we have the sodas and kids, and we have snacks and tomato pies and all sorts of good you know things to keep you there for a little while it's and it's a Utica get, party yeah there's food and there's beer uh-huh. and um need. tomato pie and saranac right that's it yep boom that's all you need um yeah maybe so, a little pizza free you know oh, oh. 
you need pizza for eating Utica. We're going to put you on that task. <laughs> I make terrible pizza. You know, you got 24 <laughs> hours to get us all gone. Chicken, we keep coming up with ideas. They're going to keep putting us to work. So <laughs> enough. All very true. Enough with the ideas, pal. I think uh, we, we give them enough tonight. Yeah. <laughs> tonight, today, whatever. So yeah. I, anyways, tomorrow with Saranac. Mel, you're really good at keeping on track, too, by the way, because we so go off the edge know. all the time. Yeah. And so it's steer us back in that direction, Captain. Go ahead. Do my best. No, I think we're, you know, you got it. You did it. We're there. So, uh, yeah, come see us. Maybe, maybe, maybe some local people will be there that, that people know and, you know, maybe. they can, they can harass and you know, take selfies with. Yeah. Um, yes, you do. You can definitely do that. And, uh, yeah, come learn about Relay and give back. We can take sponsorships. You don't have to start a team if your business wants to get involved and, you know, start a team or be a sponsor. We're, we're, we love those people too. Yeah. And we're looking for, we're always looking for sponsors mm-hmm. and um, a way to partner with people. Awesome. So, yeah. Come on down. Yeah, we will be there. Awesome. We'll be there. Looking forward to that. Can't wait. One more time though. They are looking for bands too. So you, you are looking for bands, kid friendly, family friendly, mm-hmm. maybe classic rock. Or yeah, bands absolutely. or something like that, yeah. you know. Or... I mean, we've done, we've had a range, you know, classic rock, country. I mean, acoustic, everything, fun. acoustic, everything. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. We're getting bluegrass. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna make all my friends donate it. Beautiful. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna form. We're gonna make Jay and Nick do it too. <laughs> I think they should do it too. Jay, I'll give you $25. There you go. Oh, <laughs> oh see, he'll do that. Nice. He'll do that for sure. Jay, that sounds like a good idea. Yep. Now I got to close it out with talking about the boys. Okay. Because Let's last Friday or two Fridays ago was unbelievable. Yeah. I'm still on cloud. Now. I think I'm still high from that show. Yeah, it was amazing. Talking about Mo and their return at the Capitol Theater. I, that was my first time at the Cap. Love that place. It's incredible. And yeah. for those who have never been to the Capitol Theater in Portchester, you must go. Yeah, it was. It was in ruin. It was where the Grateful Dead used to play and yeah. and Jefferson Airplane and all sorts of everybody from the 70s. And then it sat ruined or in ruins for a while until Pete Shapiro came in and waved his magic wand. He's and, a genius. You know, he it really is. He really is. And it's gorgeous. Uh-huh. And the, you can 360 um, ceilings for all of the projections and stuff in there. The lights are incredible. It feels good mm-hmm. in there. It's really nice. And that they went all out for Rob last weekend and really Mo, or two weekends ago. It was it was amazing. I'm kind of I'm excited this weekend. We'll be at the state and in his hometown in Portland, Maine, and we'll see how you know. I, I know he 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 enjoyed it, but he was he's a little overwhelmed. But yeah, it was sure. in in a good way, you yeah, know, of I'm course. Sure. And it was it was beautiful. It was such it was, a magical night. Yeah. The vibe in that place was uh, unmeasurable. Yeah, you can't even put. A, a verb on that vibe that night. It was just yeah. uh, incredible. Everybody was so happy yeah. and chilling, and it was good because I didn't have to work. Yeah. And, I, and I got to see everybody for three minutes. I saw everybody for like literally three minutes. Yeah, I saw but, you for yeah. yeah for like three minutes. Exactly. That's how it happened. It was all yeah. for like three minutes. So uh, there were tears. But happy there, tears. Oh, tears. There was tears. There yeah. was tears. In fact, I I had a little. I got a little verklempt. Yeah. A little bit too. Yeah. But, uh, that was great. It was great. The vibe was awesome. Mo is back. I'm so happy that they're back. And much love and respect out to my brothers and Mo. It was a uh, such a great night, such a great night. I was bummed that I missed night two. How was night two? Equally awesome. Equally yeah, awesome. It was great. And you know they'll be in Albany next weekend. So. I, I'll be in Vegas. Oh. I'll be in Vegas checking out this second other band that I'm obsessed with. Which is, which Steel Panther, uh, baby. <laughs> the greatest heavy metal band of all time. 
You're so yes. diverse. Yeah, oh, I'm so diverse. <laughs> I'm so diverse. <laughs> you got to come back, though, before the Relay for Life happens again, please. Yeah, we're going to come, come back, back and, and talk you. about our schedule. Have more meetings, yeah. on-air meetings. We can yeah. come back and tell you what bands. Like, yeah. yeah. That, hey, we'll be there. What yeah. other jobs they got for us? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, so far we got Dunk Tank and music. Yeah, and a wheelbarrow full, full of beer. beer. <laughs> All right. This is a productive meeting today. Great right? meeting, guys. <laughs> See, they just turned right around. I love it. <laughs> very, very productive Thanks, meeting. This is fun. Thank you so much. And Thank please you. come back really, really soon. And uh, we'll uh, we'll take care of that and have a lot of fun activities going on yes. for the Relay for Life. Yeah, I, yeah. This is a good relationship for sure. I so. like it. We'll see you in a little bit. I got my buddy Rick Short that's going to be joining us in just a little bit. You hang. It's EC Radio. We are a generation awesome. of lost masculinity. And we got to start getting it back. No matter if you're straight or gay, no matter if you stick it in the front or you stick it in the rear, for the love of our sons, we've got to stick it in there like a man. You know what the hell you're listening to? It's EC Radio. You have no education. You have no interest. You just do whatever reckless thing you want to do whenever you want to do it without regard for anyone else. Oh, 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 and when you're not terrorizing the community with your impulsive escapades, you're being a total jerk to your family. You're listening to EC Radio on the Disruption Network. Hey, it's Adeline Van Dyke from Coldwell Banker Faith Properties in Utica. I always get asked, why do I love real estate? It's very simple. I love my clients. I love every single thing about helping them find or sell their home. Making sure the home is solid and ready for sale or solid and ready for the buyer's inspection. To making sure that they're getting the best rate on their mortgage, making sure they're getting the best price on their house. You know, just everything involved in the sale is vital. My absolute favorite part of real estate is when a buyer walks into the house they're going to buy. I can feel it before they even know they're loving the house. It's just that obvious. So I'd love to experience that feeling with you. So give me a call. Adeline Van Dyke, Coldwell Banker, Faith Properties, 315-404-6431. Or you can find me on Facebook or visit my website at centralnewyork.com backslash Adeline. Thank you. And I look forward to welcoming you home. When it's your hard-earned money on the line that you are investing into a home, it makes sense to choose a proven professional to assist you in making one of the biggest investments you may ever make. Josh's dedication of over 20 years to the home construction industry allows him to bring knowledge and experience to your doorstep. That means you can feel confident and comfortable with his service to you. Past clients love his attention to detail and thorough written reports. By allowing priceless inspections to help you make a well-informed decision concerning your property, you will find that a quality inspection is priceless. Follow Priceless Inspections on Facebook or call 315-525-8725. In the Mohawk Valley, for the best real estate service, you got to have faith. Caldwell Banker Faith Properties, 315-735-2222 or www.centralnyhomes.com. EC Radio might not be suitable if you suffer from the following symptoms. Daddy issues, irritable bowel syndrome, hypothermia, enlarged prostate, victim of a lost testicle, resting bitch face, slut shaming, a millennial suffering from social disorders. 80-year-old woman with osteoporosis, condescending listening face, arachnophobia, elephantitis, involuntary Tourette's, cocaine cold sore, sperm retention, Bell's palsy, high level of douchiness, unbalanced equilibrium, tinnitus, earwax buildup, and acidic vaginal discharge. Thanks, everybody. 
you for calling the EC Radio Attitude Adjustment Line. Press 1 if you need a good slap in the mouth. Press 2 if you need a stern verbal lashing. Press 3 if you need a timeout. Press 4 to respond to the voices in your head. Press 5 if you need to talk to your mom. And if this is an actual emergency, please hang up and call someone who gives a shit. Y'all law infidels, that's right, it's Hacker Hameen. This is Al Schneer from the band Mo. Hey, this is Corey Glover from Living Color. And you're listening to EC Radio. And you're listening to EC Radio. Live on EC Radio with the Z-Man, so take the pizza out of your fat moron mouse. Sit back and listen before I give you a $5 face slap. You'll never forget, infidels. Y'all law. Oh, we're back, baby. What's up? It's EC Radio. You can check us out. DisruptionNetwork.net. All new website. It's up. It's live. It's actually a work in progress. So if you go over there right now, there's there's some things missing. But uh, that is my job for the weekend is to get that all up to date and looking all shiny and new. So you can check us out. All new website. DisruptionNetwork.net. Also subscribe to our YouTube page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram and all those social medias that you all have in the palm of your hands. That's it. It's that simple. The powers of technologies. It's amazing. It's me, Z. Chicken's here hanging. What's up? How you doing, buddy? You doing good? Yeah, had to get a water. And I want to thank Mel and Jess for coming in from the American Cancer Society. We tagged them in, and then we tag in my good friend Rick Short. I'm here. In the mix. Rick, we know we've been trying to do this for a little while. Long time. Yeah, and and I'm glad you can finally come in. Well, you're elusive. (laughs) (laughs) It could be my fault. It probably is my fault. Well, it's good to see you, man. Thanks for coming in. I'm glad to be here. Yesterday we had former mayor Tim Julian on, wow. and uh, we we talked about a lot of politics. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we touched a little bit on some positive stuff mm-hmm. that's going on in Utica. Today we got you on because I want to touch on the positive yeah, stuff going there's on. There's a in lot Utica. of good stuff going on. There is so much good stuff going on. Now, first of all, how do, how, when was the first time we met? Oh, <laughs> do you remember? No way. There's no way to know. <laughs> I don't think I know either. I, it might have been uh, the Urban Golf or something. Was that it? It could have been Utica Urban Golf. It, that's an early one, but I don't know if that was the one. This was great, Chicken. He used to have this Urban Golf League with like these foam golf balls. But and, they like, looked exactly like a real golf ball. It did. It yeah. did. And, and these things, well, they flew they pretty flew good. Well, yes. They did, but they were soft. You know, It was like a Nerf golf ball type of thing. And we would play in the middle of the streets. and just <laughs> We set up an actual golf course. No, you did. Yeah, it was, it was all set up. It was good. And we played all over, like down around the odd, yeah. and then we Barrick went up Street. over Barrick Street, and then around, and uh, down Columbia Street, and wow. just whacking this ball like you'd have to hit a telephone pole to get the get to the hole. We had know? our own website and everything. We had a league. We had a scoreboard. and It was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. We Sounds should bring that back sometime. But that one lady, though, got kind of mad at us. Nah, when we were... she didn't. She wasn't buying that. <laughs> she was not going for that. <laughs> we were hitting the golf balls, and they were soft again. They were kind of like a was this ball, like an event or just something? You yeah, just no, weekly. Around. Weekly, yeah. We kind of just got together and did it. It was a league. It, had, <laughs> it was legitimate. It was cool. legitimate. But the problem is that if you see somebody hitting what looks like a real golf ball in the city street, any normal person would say, "Dude, that's not right. You have to stop." <laughs> And nobody could see that it wasn't, and it was hard. We couldn't tell everybody in the community mm-hmm. what it, so it really should have stopped. Yeah. It should have been stopped. Yeah, it was fun, though. Yeah. It was fun while it lasted. You still got these balls? Yeah. Oh, we could I, do this. I stood like 
10 feet away from my car and just drove it with all my might into the side of my car and it didn't touch it. It's, it's safe, but it doesn't look safe. And you don't want to disturb people. You don't want to get people riled up. Right. You just want to have fun. So we, we have to find a better way to have fun. We should fun. do that like Proctor Park or something. Yeah. yeah. You know? Jay Stevens was checking in. He says, I remember that golf league. He goes, wasn't there a master's jacket with the tire marks on it? Yeah, I made it. <laughs> you know that Rhino spray paint? I, I, I got a jacket and then I sprayed it with it so it looks like a road. Uh-huh. And then I painted stripes down the back of it and that was the prize. Oh, that's for yeah. real. I, I thought it. he was breaking balls. No, I still have it. <laughs> I should give it to Z. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, like green jacket I'll ever wear <laughs> when it comes the to the asphalt golf. jacket the asphalt called. jacket that's <laughs> right <laughs> that's hilarious yeah, we went big with that it was, we we covered most of the bases but i think we should do it maybe around proctor park or something yeah we could do it you know because proctor park is pretty big we can right. start over by where the basketball courts are and go all the way over to the get permission the track you know and, make sure that it's okay uh, mm-hmm. i say we do it as a bit we do it in the roads <laughs> Screw it. I wouldn't uh, say that. <laughs> we'll, we'll get the intern to do it. I'm, I'm officially done with this conversation. <laughs> You're exempt. Yeah. You're exempt from this. But yeah. We even told the police. We stopped the police and said, this is what we're doing. That's we right. gave it to them said, here's the ball. You can see. And uh, do you remember there was one time we were on Varick Street. We were doing this. And all of a sudden, a police car went flying by. And another police car, that a state trooper car. Were you there that night? Yeah, all I was. All sorts of police cars were like racing all around. And one stopped in front of my, I was there and with my son Andre, we were at Tucson, and he said, gentlemen, I can't tell you anything except for you don't want to be here right now. And we got in our car and just drove oh, away. I do remember that. It wasn't there like a homicide or something? I or? don't know what was happening, but I and I, I didn't need to know. Yeah, that was. <laughs> you, they did a nice job of protecting us. They said, don't, yeah. don't, just get out of here. Yeah. And we did. You Take your golf and go home. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't tell me it was blocking your shot? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Hilarious. But, Rick, you've been really, really busy, though. Yes, very busy. Um, two things. Mm-hmm. Number one, my job mm-hmm. at the Indium Corporation. Number two, with uh, community service. Let's explain to everybody what you do at the Indium Corp. Well, I, um, I'm i in the marketing department. I'm the vice president of, uh, of a bunch of interesting, fun things. And one of the passions I have is marketing communication. I'm involved in that. I'm also involved with leading our uh, technical support engineers. So uh, they're diverse groups, but of course we're all one big team, so we're all working for the same thing. And uh, we're hiring and hiring and hiring and growing and growing and all sorts of new challenges, new customers, new situations. So it's, it's, it's just thrilling. Yeah. And it's a little tiring, and that's why I'm there. I don't want to be bored. <laughs> yeah, I know. You've been I don't, an active one always. I don't want to have a, a routine job. Mm-hmm. I want to be stretched and challenged. I want to have all sorts of uh, excitement and variety and I got it. Explain to everybody what the Indium Corp does too, for those that don't know. Yeah, it's it's a um, it's very to me it's very very interesting. It was founded in Utica in 1934 by a chemical engineer, um, as a materials science company. We're a materials company, and true to our mission to this day, all these many years later, we're still a materials company. Um, we've all heard of the phrase Intel inside ingredient branding. You see that sticker on computers. Right. Um, it's their way of saying inside of this computer, whatever brand it is our product, Intel, we're in here. Um, well, we're in that food chain, but we're, we're the company that's inside Intel. We supply to some of the, or virtually all of the world's leading technology companies, the materials that they need to make electronic components, uh, to attach electronic components, to help uh, the, the components operate more efficiently. So for example, if you look at a smartphone, the chances are that I've got uh, products in four or five sub-assemblies in a smartphone. Or the monitors that you're looking at, I'm in those monitors, or the, your laptop or your tablet, automotive electronics, uh, aerospace electronics, 
if uh, your grandfather's got a pacemaker, I'm, I could be in there. We're in all sorts of high reliability electronics. We're the materials that are used to make the things that make that thing. So You're like Coswell Cogs. It, yeah, yeah, Coswell <laughs> Cogs and Spacely Sprockets. Yeah, we're, we're inside of them. Yeah. So it's a long chain, and you'll never see my product out in the wild. We're inside the thing that's out in the wild. Mm -hmm. So it's, a, it's an interesting business niche to be in, you know, to be a material in a thing that's in a thing. But it's uh, it's very it's a very good business. It's I was a gonna great say, place great to be. business structure, you know. Yeah. It's because you're not creating anything; you're just supplying the materials. Like think of it this way: if if you go in your kitchen, you don't want a kitchen; you want food. So then you find a brownie, right? We're like the walnut in the brownie that's in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's who we are. You little piece, not, piece, now piece of the puzzle. I just ate chicken riggies and now I'm hungry again because I said that. <laughs> It's a lot of stuff, though, you guys are doing over there. And it's good. One more time, how, how long has it been in existence? 1934, we were founded 1934? Yep, by a chemical engineer. Uh, just, I was just interviewing some, uh, some uh, um, young women today, and one of them had said that she was so happy to interview with our company because she sees that we have a record of, of um, equality and just hiring by meritocracy, not, not what you are, but what you, what you bring to the, to the table. And I was proud to tell her that the very first person our founder hired was a woman. I mean, we just started that way. We don't care what you are. Mm -hmm. We don't care who you are. We just care that you can bring it and you're a nice person. Two things, nice person and capable. Yeah. And you could deliver too. And it made me feel <laughs> good that this, this person I was interviewing, they're, they're not drinking our Kool-Aid. They're not part of our company. They're coming to us. And that was one of the things she led with is I know that about you guys. That's why I'm happy to be here. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Yeah, I felt proud of that. Especially in this day and age where, uh, and especially back then, you know, like in yeah, the, 30s, the 30s, I mean, yeah. that's pretty much unheard of. Right. Yeah, and in fact, I've been going through a lot of old records from our company back from, from our founder's days. And I and this this woman that he hired was Maria Ludwig, and um, her initials were M.T. Ludwig, and I see that she was allowed to handle a lot of technological uh, scientific um, aspects of the business, and she would send letters or even telegrams, and the people would always respond to M.T. Ludwig as Mr. M.T. Ludwig. There was no <laughs> way they could imagine that it would be a female. Wow. But she showed them. <laughs> yes, she did. She was doing it. She and and to this day we're just. We're just full of people that can bring it. That's all that matters. That's incredible. And how many people you employ? We're approaching 900 right 900. now. 900? Yeah. Well, just in Utica? No, no. No, no, it's worldwide. Yeah, we're approaching about 400 in this area, and then we've got facilities uh, all over the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we have, um, in Utica, we have a facility on Lincoln Avenue. Mm -hmm. One of our earliest, not the earliest. The earliest was in this founder's garage. The classic technology company story. Yeah, right. Uh, right in his garage. And he just got so big, he had to move down the hill into this building, which we still operate. He did that in the 50s. And then we're in the Utica Business Park. Um, we're in Clinton, where our headquarters is, and there's another factory in Clinton. We're in a facility in Rome, New York. We're in Chicago. We're in the U.K. We're in Singapore and Malaysia, South Korea, China. Wow. Um, various places. And then we've got a lot of – we have a lot of people that have their um, – they're like sales engineers, so they work out of their home office, so they're like all over the place. Mm hmm you know, Vietnam, Philippines, uh, South America, Mexico, et cetera. Do you yourself do a lot of traveling? Yeah, uh, not anymore. I mm. used to a lot. Um, we measure our travel by how many nights of the year that you're in a hotel room. And for about 10 years, my number was 65%. Wow. Yeah. For 10 years. And that was almost exclusively in Asia. <laughs> so I would spend 65% of my life in Asia. But based here, I love being here. So I got to ski and cardboard sled race and 
urban golf and stuff. You know, I can't be out of the can't be out of the action. So, um, are you fluent in Chinese? No, no, I'm dangerous in Chinese. My this this is this is a great language story. You know, you know when you learn a language, you you think about it and then you say it. It's not your main language, so you got to kind of get yourself in the groove. And they say that the, the really the the best way to tell a native speaker is how they react under pressure. Well, one day I was walking down the street in China, and you know how that thing happens when you're walking towards somebody on a sidewalk, and you move right, but they move the same way, and mm-hmm. then you move the other way, and they move with you. And we just kept walking forward, and pretty soon, this beautiful young lady and I walked right into each other, and I'm embarrassed. And so, of course, I say, excuse me, only I say it in Chinese, and I say their word for thank you, which is kind of a rude <laughs> thing to say, you know. <laughs> And as soon as I said, I got that's the I said the wrong thing, and that's how I knew I wasn't a good Chinese speaker. <laughs> Better to bring the interpreter along with you. Yeah, right? I needed a lot of help right there. Was, Do you bring an interpreter with you everywhere you go? Like no, no, the, no, almost nowhere. Our staff. Yeah. We have. First of all, when I started going there many, many years ago, back in the '80s, um, I just went, and we had a sales agent over there. So I, they, they don't work for our company, but we hire them as a contractor. And uh, they were very helpful. They were very nice. They spoke English, and they helped me. But as we as we started hiring our own staff. Um, we made sure that they were they were uh, bilingual or at least bilingual, if not multilingual, and um, so then we would just drop in on them and they'd take us wherever we were going and we'd handle it that way. So we've never had that problem. The people that we deal with as engineers and technologists and scientists almost all speak English. Oh, okay. Everywhere, you know, all of our customers are, are just like so smart and sophisticated that uh, they, they 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 got it covered. So I can just be a bumpkin and stroll in speaking English and <laughs> they accommodate me. Now, before you came in here, you're saying you're looking for people. You're looking to oh, hire. I'm hiring like crazy. You're yeah. hiring like crazy. Now, what are you hiring for? Well, we have. Um, when you think of a manufacturing facility, you think of the classic factory job, and you think probably conjure up images of flash dance and stuff like that. And it is so not like that. Um, to run a business of our size, we need uh, so many kinds of people, from receptionists to people in the legal field to. Um, um, HR people to accountants and financial people, um, logistics experts and uh, process engineers, manufacturing engineers, this marketing. Yeah, it's uh, all oh. right in this area. Marketing people and uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just so many kinds of people. People that work in the shipping department and materials handlers and warehouse people, HVAC specialists. Wow. It just goes on and on and on and on. We have, we, we, That's we, a long list of... We build our own buildings. We, we, we manage the, the, the HVAC ourselves. We, we do all of our wiring and electricity. And, uh, we, we design and build our own process equipment. I mean, if you make a, like, for example, if I were to say to you guys, let's, let's sell wooden baseball bats, we could easily go into that business. And if we were good at it and started something really cool, anybody else could easily go into that business too. There are no entry barriers. You need a lathe and a piece of wood. If I said, let's make a coffee shop, we could go to a, Flee hands and buy some stuff, and we'd be in business, right? Uh-huh. And so could anybody else. The entry barriers are really low. You don't make a lot of money when you're in a business where there's very low entry barriers. So most of the products that we make, we try to make things that nobody else in the world can even make, or they can't make it anywhere like we do. So as a result, most of the things we make don't come out of a machine that you buy off the shelf. A lot of times we, we come up with the idea of the product, then we have to figure out what would make that. How could it be made? Then we either buy a machine that we modify wildly or we just design something ourselves. So we need design engineers. Then we need machine shop and, and tooling, tool makers to make these pieces and parts that become the machine. Then we need engineers to, to operate it. We've got a lot of ro- robotics and automation, so we need people to train um, our staff with that. We need people to set them up or specify them or purchase them or maintain them. 
So, yeah, those people. All those people I just said, we need those. Wow. So if anybody's looking for a job out there and is listening to this podcast or webcast, how do they get in touch with you? Indium.com slash jobs. Mm -hmm. And there's like an application right on yes, the website? Yes, the jobs are all listed there. Mm -hmm. um, these are just for the jobs in, in North America. There are other sites if you want to apply, like in Singapore or England or Germany or whatever. But um, most, if you're if you're from Central New York, just go to indium.com slash jobs. There are a list of the titles, and then you click on this one link, and it tells you more about it. You click on the other link, and you can apply. And um, you can make an account on that site, and then you can apply for multiple jobs out of your account, so you don't have to type in the same stuff over and over again. Is it all different shifts, or do yes. you have like a, a is it like 24-hour type of thing? Yes, or? we have we have some jobs on third shift and second shift, primarily first shift, uh -huh. but, but there are jobs for all around the clock. Okay. So that's indium.com slash jobs? Yep. Okay. That's the shorthand for it. There's actually a longer URL, but that redirects. We have a few people um, in house, not in house house right now, but um, that are around. That yeah. They're looking for jobs, so yeah, maybe yeah. we can pass and along some information. We're looking for cool people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of cool people, yourself doing a lot of cool things in the in I'm the community. Here. Yeah, I try. You do some really no, you do like this whole hashtag. This is Utica. I love it. I use it often. Yeah. Uh, Utica rocks. Something yeah. you've been using for years. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, you've been playing music for a long time too. Yeah. Around, are you still playing music? Yes. Are you just playing the Stanley? Did, oh yeah, duh. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> you, you and I hugged each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We <laughs> set up this meeting. <laughs> you, you sound like me. Duh. <laughs> you sound like me. I'm all. I'm a little bit confused sometimes. And this is what what happens when I work four jobs yeah. and run my own business too. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, you're it, juggling kinda, a few balls. Yeah, <laughs> a couple, yeah. two, three, right? Yeah. But um, are you playing more? You got upcoming gigs too, or not right now? I'm trying to finish a, a, my third CD, so I'm trying to get some things together for a studio act activity. Mm -hmm. And I find it distracting to be doing, performing out and studio work. They're two different mentalities to me. It is. The so, studio humbles you, right? Yes. Like you, you, you listen back and you're like, oh wow, I suck. Yeah. Yeah, it does for me. Like there was a one time we were recording at Big Blue, and I just walked out of there like falling my eyes out almost yeah. like just this whole self-loathing thing going giving on. your guitar away yeah here, right take this. <laughs> here take this and jeff's like just go home go home sleep come back tomorrow it's a whole new day and he was right he came back but, the other day and there are two kinds of ways to be bad mm -hmm. and, and, and i, I want to open this whole discussion up by first of all saying i'm not comparing myself to anybody especially the beatles so don't make that mistake i didn't say that but just take these individual tracks from beatles recordings and you can find so many not right things off the grid tracking and um, mistakes or they're, they're dual tracking their voices and they come in at different times and um, things, all sorts of problems. And they're just incredibly awesome. Yeah. So sometimes we get down on ourselves cause I didn't play that right. Or I, 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 I was a little behind the beat on this or, or my dynamics weren't quite right. Um, that's not the big deal, but that's what we tend to beat ourselves up about. Yeah. The big thing is like have a really cool song and bring passion you you've heard how many times have you heard a, heard somebody singing a famous person you say he's not a good he's not a good singer he's an excellent vocalist right you don't have to be a great guitar player a great singer but you've got to bring passion and you've got to have a good song and feel yeah yeah that whole mm -hmm. passion that vibe of, of the energy somebody just sent me some studio recordings and um, it was all so good but the the lead the, vo the lead vocalist was was not sure of himself or he just was like halfway into it and. It was just, to me, it wasn't good mm -hmm. because that soul was missing. But technically, everything was right. Uh -huh. Think of like some of like my favorite vocalists 
technically there a lot of people that say their voices aren't aren't good right right You're like seager like he's got of a course. scruffy voice yeah. you know like uh, bob dylan yeah uh the guys from cracker you know like uh their voices are rather plain and scruffy but they're the way they bring it you know right. and sing it it's great and dylan's a perfect example mm-hmm. he's not a good singer right he is the just the quintessential vocalist because not only does he bring it and believe in it and and his song and message is so good, but he he's relentlessly passionate about what he's doing to the point where now he owns that space. Everybody else is a Dylan impersonator. He's the god. He was a great songwriter. Yeah, right. but that's you, what he if was. If you break it down and just just listen to his vocals, did I get that track right? I mean, there were people back in his day that thought, is this a, is this serious or is he kidding? Right. Like Joe Cocker. Until they got him, until they got it. Right. And then he's the definition of awesome. And then he went electric and the whole world ended. <laughs> yeah. Everybody went nuts when Dylan went yeah, electric. They didn't, they weren't, some guys weren't happy with him. I mean, you look at some of these guys, like Tom Petty wasn't a great singer. Exactly. He's not, he, a good, he's not a good singer. He's right. a great vocalist. Cause exactly. He, he owns it. Right. He's distinctive. Yeah. And he got that distinctive voice, and what you mean by vocalist. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Great songwriter though. Yeah, so don't, don't wrote hits for years. Don't feel right. too bad when you walk out of there saying, "Oh, my my chops aren't up." Like just just be an animal. Thanks for the encouragement, man. Just be an man. animal, because <laughs> that's what we're buying, right? That's what the audience wants to hear. Is just some guy who's totally loving it. You've you've heard these these uh, you know, there's some women that come to mind that when you hear them, you just say, "My gosh, that's that's the real deal." Uh-huh. When you hear the the performance, like yes. Well, uh, what's her name? Uh, Janis Joplin. Right. You know, like you would never right. say she was a great singer. If she auditioned for your chorus in college, you right. wouldn't hire her. Probably not. No. no. But it would hurt. It was all soul. Yeah. That's like what I'm just, saying. You can hear the pain in her voice. That's when what she, I'm saying. When she belt that out. And I put Melissa Etheridge right up there, too. And there's like nothing like them. Mostly because the rest of us sheep are afraid to go there because it's not cool or I don't get it or whatever, blah, 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 all these dumb excuses. She's just out there mm-hmm. waving her freak flag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what you got. And do. people loved it. Yes. You know? And I think that, like, you kind of get that, um, oh, I could sing that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, you know, when you listen to these guys that are, like, super talented, like, singers, like, you mm-hmm. know, we mentioned, like, Bruce Dickinson and, you know, Jeff Tate and some of these guys, you, you're not going to sing along to them and, and feel like you're you're singing like them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, Janis Joplin and some of these, like, you feel like you can kind of do it. You know, you feel like you can kind of be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. passion in her voice yeah. and the pain in her voice is what made her stand out from everybody else. Right. Grace yeah. Slick was like that too. Right, right. Grace yeah. Slick had that kind of distinctive voice as well. And when you listen to Janis Joplin's story and you listen to her tell where she came from, I don't mean her town or her being born, but where it came out of, it's just from being ostracized and, and disrespected and stepped on and kicked out. And she just basically said, That's your scene, but I'm going to show you mine. Right. I'm not buying into your stuff anymore. Mm hmm. She just carved out this whole new place. So when you walk out of the studio, just, that's all you need to ask yourself. Am I doing that? Is Janis Joplin the original step-headed, red-headed stepchild? <laughs> you know, probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that, uh, you know, like you've seen like now, like, you know, you have uh, Courtney Love and some of these sleazier women, you know. like She's still around. Yeah, is she? Anyway. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, whereas Janis Joplin, like you said, like she came from a grittier part of town. You know what I mean? She wasn't. And even they wouldn't have her. <laughs> right. You know, it's true. But like now, I mean, she's an icon, but she kind of opened a door for a lot of women, I believe. Every know? one of them. Of course. Everyone. You go ask Ann and Nancy Wilson, who's their 
influences before they say Led Zeppelin, they're going to say right. Janis Joplin. But I think Ann Wilson has a phenomenal. Oh, I love the Wilson sisters. How could you not? Yeah. Right. I, mean, I think they're the best women in rock. Barracuda still gets me every time I got crank it loud. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> a friend of mine saw them just a while back before they stopped performing together, and he 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 texted me and said, "You cannot believe this. They have still got it." He oh said, yeah. I feel like I'm 18 again. He said. Oh yeah. They were for a while there. They were doing a whole Zeppelin set yeah, too. Yeah. They were out there doing the first set, like Led Zeppelin. And the second set, they come out and do their hits and stuff. See, I think without a Janis, there's no like Joan Jett. Mm-hmm. You know, there's none of that. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, absolutely. Well, it all. You know, everybody wants to find the root of it, the beginning of it. But there's one on top of that, and there's you one. Want, bef- yep. There's one before her, and there's one before her. Yeah. It goes way back. It just. It doesn't. There's no end to it. You it's know? a chain. Yes. It's an endless chain. You're right. Just like people want to find. Well, where's that one moment where rock and roll was born? Well, there is. Yeah, there's there's not a moment. Yeah. yeah. There's too much. There's too many layers that are all interconnected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there was, is. There was somebody before her, and there was somebody before her. That's what's cool about all mm-hmm. of us, because like we're preceding people, we're 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 role modeling for somebody else, even in just small ways, in our humble ways, you know, we're we're part of that fabric, and somebody's gonna spring up ten years from now, and all these little things are gonna do something to them. Well, look at what Madonna did, you know, what I mean, like when Madonna came out, then you had, you know, you got Lady Gaga, you got right. you know, uh, Christina she Aguilera, lot, yeah. yeah, like she brought a lot of that, and she, Britney, yep, you know, moved the women to the forefront, you mm-hmm. know. Not just as a female performer, but as somebody in control. Right. Anybody, not just women, but any person watching Madonna has to walk away saying, so you can kind of do it yourself. You can give the man the finger and get away yeah. with it. And you don't have to just say, yes, sir. Push push the barriers, you know. Yeah. She And she did, too, man. She push, was, and they kicked him down. She, she was, yeah. <laughs> and then everybody in, these, in this industry, they want to cultivate your image, and then they want to stick to it and keep you what you are. And that's and, unfortunate. And Madonna said, like, no, no, I, now I'm, I was A, now I'm B. Yeah. And as soon as B got kind of interesting, she was C. Uh-huh. To me, Lady Gaga really, really jumped on that concept and, and took it from there. I always joke, I say, uh, Madonna's Lady Gaga's grandmother. <laughs> you know, because, like... In a lot of ways, that's true. Uh, they're from the same cloth. Right. You like, know? you could tell she directly took a lot of Madonna's influence oh, and, and obviously brought it to a whole different level. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the extravagance, nobody brought the extravagance like Madonna. And, and I feel like Lady Gaga is that next extravagant. You know, She is. She's already there. And right, I would say but, she's already there. But remember, I, I, I want to make sure we all agree or at least say this is that um, you can say that about uh, Lady Gaga. Um, and make it sound like she just rode on her on Madonna's coattails, but that woman is incredibly talented. Oh yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. You cannot take... take that away. No, but I know you're not. A hundred percent. And secondly, um, um, her 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 um, attitude and her her persistence and her hard work and her just refusing to give up. Th- that's something that most people just don't have. A lot of times, people say, "Oh, you just got to get lucky. You got to get the right break." Well, yeah, that and two thousand other things that most mortals don't possess. Right. And Lady Gaga is. Uh, just do some research, anybody listening to this, and uh, you'll see she's she's absolutely a monster. And she's talent wise. Yeah, yeah, and she's crossed over in a lot of genres yep. and stuff, and she's she's great. She really is. Super, she's got up there and sang Metallica. Yeah, yeah. And it's true that she copied uh, um, Madonna's basic procedure to some degree. Right. Made it her own. There's no no question. And Madonna copied somebody in some way. In yeah, some absolutely. Way. Right. Yeah. But, but you know. Like, this day and age, I mean, in, in Lady Gaga came out where it's been um, enough time since Madonna was doing her thing, yep. you know, where it's not like a direct 
You know, people are like, like, oh, the Madonna just did that two years ago. You know right. what I mean? Like, yes, right. so it's been like what twenty years since Madonna was really doing her thing like that. But um, and, and Lady Gaga is doing it right. You know what I mean? She's not like a cheap knockoff. We had a couple cheap knockoffs come along. I think Christina, Christina Aguilera tried stealing some of Madonna's. Yeah, but she's so talented, though. She is. She's amazing voice. But on she her. didn't take the shtick no as 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 far as Lady Gaga did. I feel like Christina. She grew up, you know, kind of. Like she kind of got out of that realm, and now she's her own. Right, and, <laughs> but she tried taking that Madonna route. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then, uh, to a degree, yeah. When she was younger, but lady, but like I feel like Lady Gaga really owns it. Like she, like oh, yeah. the whole showmanship, yes. the whole mm-hmm. like you know the extravagance, the the pushing the the, the barriers, and right. you know, um, you know, with the whole homosexuality, uh, you know, um embracing that and, and trying to like you know uh wave the flag for them just like madonna did with yep. vogue you know the yep. vogue videos and yep. stuff like that and uh I, I feel like this was a probably a really good time for her to do that and that's why she's you know yep. having such huge success because that whole thing with madonna kind of faded faded out all the women were getting like real kind of trashy and and like uh, not wearing any clothes. Like uh, what's your name there? You make it sound like it's a bad thing. Well, but isn't that the, <laughs> there's isn't no that the way things work? There's a pendulum, you know, it swings. Every, there's this weird thing, and everybody runs to it, and then it gets weird over there, and everybody runs to that, and, and in the middle, it gets kind of boring. It gets formulaic, and the businesses are trying to copy and paste, yeah. copy and paste. So well, every, every once in a while, you need this fresh, new, strange thing. Like like uh, uh, Cyrus, there. Uh, what's her name? Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. When she came out there and, and uh, did the music awards and she put on this, like, it, it was like, what am I watching right now? This doesn't even make sense. This is terrible. You know what I mean? But then you get somebody like Lady Gaga who who puts on a huge show, but it, it, it's it's fun to watch. It makes kind of sense. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Maybe a little more depth behind it rather than yeah. just look at me. Yeah. yeah, look at me wearing next to nothing with my tongue wagging out. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Rick, you didn't think you'd come on the show talking about Lady Gaga and Madonna now, did you? <laughs> this wasn't in my preparation. No, I, I don't have notes for this. There was, there was no show prep on this. I'm winging this one. <laughs> Story of my life, winging it. But I want to talk about the positive things in Utica. Like I said earlier, we had Tim, Julie, and I were talking about the politics of Utica. But I want to talk about the positive things. There's so many positive things that are going on in Utica. And I feel it starts with the comments. Um, Do you? Before you, you well, I think, I think the whole... Utica pride, the whole uplifting of uh, the, the nature and it, just the whole pride thing starts with the comments. And when the comments came into town, you know, you started to see this sense of, uh, hey, Utica's pretty cool. There's and, no question that that was concurrent with, with the, what seems to be the modern era of, of this enthusiasm and energy. Because no it's question. only been a couple of years if you think about right, it. Right, right, right. It wasn't and that I, long ago that it was May. We were outdoors in shorts walking into the Comets game because they're in the playoffs. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was you, great. That was great. I've been in this town a long time, and I've never really felt the pride in this town until the Comets came in, and they were you know, going to the uh, championship games and stuff, and everybody was pro-Utica. Sure. You know, And you were proud to actually be from Utica. So I, I agree with that. But here's the thing. Yeah. That happened. Like that's over with. Mm-hmm. That's yesterday. That's like the that's like your trophy on the shelf over there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I did that. But what have you done for me lately? And we have to stop. I don't mean to say stop talking about it, but we have to stop re- leaning on that sort of thing. We have to make tomorrow this evening. We've got to do something tonight so that tomorrow morning when we wake <clears> up, <throat> all of our friends say, "No way, that's awesome. That happened." Mm-hmm. We've got to keep this ball rolling and we are the ones everyone listening to this everybody out that door on the street they've got to put their shoulder into this because we can't we can't rely on 
on a dozen things that happened. That happened. We got to keep steamrolling ahead. It's over. And when I look around the city, what I what I see is is a, a very large number of people that are really smart, really enthusiastic. They're educated. Um, they're passionate, and they've got ideas. And so, um, what as I get older and less less meaningful in the physical sense, uh, I've even stopped skiing these last couple of years. I hate that about myself. Um, <laughs> I stopped whitewater kayaking. I hate that too. But what we've got to do is we've got to we we have to light up all these these thousands of young people, and enable them and empower them and encourage them. Um, if you think that a handful of people can get the comets going and make that happen, and that's the spark or the or the piece that that we can hang a lot of cool things on, if you think that's good, what do you think would happen if we've got like six thousand people doing doing related things and high energy things and impactful things? Like let's let's use what happened, but make more happen. Like I'm all for pointing to it and saying that's cool and that was right there. That was that was standing. I right see where you're going. That's ground zero. Okay, I'll give you that. Keep the fire going. But like, what about today? Mm-hmm. And if you're, I'm so fortunate to see what I'm talking about. Um, I'm involved with the um, Proctor and Utica College Young Scholars Program. This is a program that selects students um, with high promise. And it just surrounds them with um, with uh, focus, with people paying attention to them. And as a result, you've got hundreds of kids now in, in Proctor that are so engaged, so enthused, so bright, and so willing to just push and push. Um, you never, you'll never hear about that in the news. You'll hear about Joe, Joey robbed a candy bar out of a gas station on the corner. You know, th- that's what kids are today. Somebody they're stole a bunch of hoodlums. Walmart. Yeah, they're a bunch of hoodlums. I can I can take you down the road here and point you to hundreds of kids that'll make you say what is going on in this city. This is ridiculously good, right? Mm. Come with me over to the Midtown Utica Community Center. It's a place I refer to as the place to go for good kids who want to stay good. Um, kids in this town know where the bad stuff is. It's mm-hmm. not a problem to find it. Right. I'll show you a bunch of kids that want nothing to do with that, and they want to do all sorts of really positive, good things for their community. Many of these kids are of very humble means. And the first words out of their mouth is, what can we do? How can we help? They're smart kids. They're all talking about going to college. They're all talking about changing things for the better. So I'm very fortunate where I'm just bathed in all this energy of all these uh, high school and college kids that are just so positive, so dynamic, so driven. And the next layer I'll add on to that is I'm very fortunate to work with with a lot of refugee um, students. Mm -hmm. And I have heard so many times different kids different years over the over the years say things like um it hurts me when i hear people say bad things about utica i love utica utica's a really great place and then and then they'll start enumerating the the things that they love and the things that have benefited their families and themselves and i'm sitting here thinking how dare i or anybody say something disparaging just in in an off way about their community when they're telling me how great it is and what they're going to do with it now, we all agree there are things that could be made better. We all agree there are things that are bad. I just hit a pothole the other day that, like, I think I lost a tooth. Um, we've got, and, and there are things way worse than that. I'm making a kind of a joke. There are, we have a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody does that. Every city does that. I have been so fortunate in my life because of the what we talked about earlier, to travel all over the world, not, not once. I didn't go on two trips. I mean, literally um, every month for 10 years, I was someplace else in the world for a couple of weeks. And... 
I know what Paris is. I know what London is. I know what Munich is. I know what Shanghai is. I know what Tokyo is. I know what Seoul is. I know what Singapore is. I've been to Jakarta and KL, etc. I've been all I've been to these places many, many times. They're awesome. They're great. They're just like they show you on TV when you're having your dream vacation. But they've got nasty little places and they got bad people mm -hmm. and they got bad things. They've got potholes. They've got crime. They've got prostitutes. They've got drugs. Somebody just got shot. It's like Orlando, you know, everyone like flocks to Orlando for vacation, but if you ever go down Orange Blossom Trail, you're going to want to lock your doors. So you know? so you can you can stand here and look out that door and say, I'm going to show you five bad things in Utica, and I can do that in any place on this planet. Mm -hmm. And and so what? Mm -hmm. Big deal. That's like saying that the sun rises in the morning. Like, no kidding. What I challenged us to do is to look around for the, the things we can leverage, whether it's a, a not good thing that we're going to make better, or a really great potential that we're gonna we're gonna actualize or, or help enable. Other than that, what are you? You're just knocking it down. You can knock anything down. If you if you just choose to knock Utica down, well, you know, thanks for picking on us. You could do that anywhere. Well, you're not, you're that, not adding any value. I think it's an inherited um, trait that, like, you know, for years people have been bashing Utica. People mm -hmm. who live here, you know, like I've heard it for many years. Oh, Utica sucks. And like, you know, like if you lived in St. Louis, you'd say the same thing. If you lived in Oakland, you'd say right, the same thing. If right. you lived in Boston, if you lived in Manhattan, if you lived in Brooklyn, if you lived in Tampa, you'd hear the same thing. We're and, not unique. And so many people were waiting for Utica to make it better for them. You know, like, let's bring in a, more businesses. Let's bring in this. You know, instead of them themselves looking in their own backyard and saying, how right, can I make exactly. things better? And I feel like... That's changing now. Do you remember when Cornell had that Rust to Green project here and they yep. were talking to our community, uh, learning about our community from a point of urban development? Um, they held a meeting where they were trying to wrap things up and they had it at the Institute. And we were all sitting in the auditorium and they, the, the Cornell Rust to Green people started presenting. We noticed this. We see this. We analyzed and measured this. And they started pointing out some some issues that, could be, that should be addressed in their opinion. And... I, I was sitting relatively to the back of the room, which is unlike me. I usually have to get right up front so I can focus. And um, I noticed all these people in front of me getting agitated as the Cornell people started listing this bad thing and that bad thing, and this is an issue and that's an issue. This should be addressed. And you could physically see that this gruntledness and the, and the irritation in, throughout the room was rippling around. And finally, somebody expressed what a lot of people were thinking. They said, yeah, you can point all this bad stuff out, but what are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the, the person from Cornell said, Oh, you think we're going to do something about this? We're from Ithaca. We're leaving tonight. This is your city. That's what they said? You have to do something about it. Good. Yes. I'm glad they, I'm I glad almost they said stood that. up and applauded like, yes. Come on, Utica. Mm -hmm. At least naysayers. I know I'm all my, she's like most of my friends are all like very positive energy people, but I know there are a lot of people that are, are kind of like that. Um, you know, waiting for the cavalry to ride over the hill, it isn't coming. If you're complaining about something without an offered solution, you're just whining. Yeah, the cavalry's yeah. not coming, so, like, get up and do something. The, the worst thing that we encounter is the dude who says, I've been living here all my life, and this place stinks, and you can't get a job, and people are no fun, and blah, 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 blah. And my response to that is, you're obviously a smart, astute person. You obviously know what's up. You're living in a bad place all your life. Why don't you just get up and move? Mm-hmm. 
or maybe you're not as smart as you think you are, or maybe it's not as bad as you say it is. Right. I mean, how can you possibly explain your incredible self? Make a difference. Bathing in this horribleness. You're right. Don't you want to make a change? Yeah. If it's so bad yeah. for you, why wouldn't you want to make a change? Or maybe you're not as smart and as astute as you think you are. Maybe mm-hmm. you need to take a step back and kind of assess it better. Well, because mm-hmm. everybody wants to fix it for them. You know, fix my city and for it'll me. Never fix happen. this for me. It'll never happen. Nope. You see it with the government, too. Like, people get on their Facebook and whatever, and they want the government to fix things for them, and they're not willing to get their hands dirty and do it themselves. And those are the people that say, that refer to the government as they and them. Mm -hmm. The minute any of us talk about the government as they and them, we're abdicating our role as citizens, because the government isn't them. The minute you make it them, then they are in charge. It's got to be us. When you talk about the government, you have to say, my government, me, we, us. We own that street. We own the sewer. We own the park. It's it's our government, and that's one thing I I did take away in the last election. Um, I I was a Bernie supporter because Bernie every time he said it, he said we are going to do this, we are going to do that. Whereas Hillary and Trump were like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and just that that little bit right there tells you the difference in the world. They're in it for themselves, whereas like when you said we are going to do this and we gonna we're going to do this. Now you're bringing, like, it's everybody. It's not just my country. Because it's... it really is everybody. Right, exactly. Until we say they and them. Once you give it away, they're not giving it back. If we've, we're living that now. The government is not turning to us and saying, well, you know what we ought to do is we ought to kind of abolish these parts of our government and, and put the people more in charge. They're not saying that. They're taking more and more um, control and responsibility away from us. And we're just, and now we're living in a, the state of New York where it's like the Hunger Games of politics. He just magically bestows a million dollars on you, and he throws two million over at you, and he's awesome for giving us this money. It's our money. Mm-hmm. He took it from us by law, mm-hmm. and now he's he's good because he's throwing some of it back at us, and and we go, yeah, yeah, that's good. Thanks for the bone. Yeah, it's we're we've got it all wrong now. Oh yeah, we've got to get back on top of it, and it starts at the grassroots. It starts standing right in the corner here, looking out and saying. I know a girl named Maria, literally, right around the corner. I'm going to make her life better. That's, that's, that's where it starts. You cannot wait for them because they're not coming right. to save you, and there's nobody else coming to save us. It's, you got to do it for yourself. It's just us. you, you got to do it, you know? And the, and the people that have the same, this positive spirit, we've got to work together. We've right. got to band together. We've got to be transparent. We've got to communicate. We've got to tell each other what we're doing. And that's the biggest problem right now is the lack of communication and Especially the lack of compromise, in the internet too. era and the social media era. How right. can that be a problem? But maybe it is. But locally, right. I think a lot of the, um, you know, we see with, you know, our friend Angela and, you know, the stuff that, you know, Adeline's doing and us and, and various people around the community, there are actually out there trying to make a change mm-hmm. and trying to make this a better area to live in because we realize you know what, we can go to another city and then, but it's not our home. This is our home. Right. You know what I mean? This is, you know, we have generations. When I lived in Florida, I thought it was the weirdest thing because there was no history. You know, the, the town I lived in, Cocoa Beach, was founded in 1933. Mm-hmm. The house I grew up in was older than that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how many generations your family lived here, but my family lived here quite a few generations. I, I remember very vividly um, many years ago, Ralph Yannis, uh, former county executive, um, now a judge, he said... Um, Utica is big enough to have a lot of cool things and small enough where one person can make a difference. And I've, I've heard those words almost every week of, since then. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely true. So if you're sitting on your couch thinking, well, things are bad and who am I? I can't make a difference. Mm-hmm. What is me? You're wrong. You're the, so wrong. The Eeyore uh, Yeah. You're, you're just wrong. And, and by saying, I've got an idea, or at least I have a wish. I wish this would get better. Let other people know. Um, 
you and I are good friends with Katie Giacovelli. Every once in a while, she'll say something or I'll say something, and each one of us will come to each other's aid. We, throughout the years together, we've always just said, if you say something that makes sense to me, I'm coming, I'm coming for you. I'm there for you. And, and I tell people all the time, you don't have to move mountains. It's nice if you've got a tremendous idea that you can execute and, and change the world. That's really great, and I, I would love that we could all do that. But um, most of us can't do that. So there's a second tier. If you have a friend who has a cool idea, just say, dude, that's a great idea. I'm behind you. What can I do to help you? Right? And there's even a third tier. If you, if you can't help, if you can't participate, just get off the couch and go to the event. Just say, mm-hmm. get involved. there are a thousand people in your crowd. You can see how much we believe in you. Keep going. Because believe me, I'm a person who's organized events. I've run events. And sometimes you stand in front of a crowd and you say, this is working and I feel so good and I want to do it again. But there are many times when you're doing everything right, it's a good idea, it really could matter, and there's three people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And you feel like giving up. And, and we've all given up from time to time because it's just disheartening. And, and you see people... So if you're just one of those dudes in the crowd, it makes the helpers and the inventors say, I'm going to keep going. And there's even a fourth layer. If you can't get off the couch and go to the, be in the crowd and clap and cheer, just say something. Just say, what that guy's doing is great. I support it. It's yeah. not those bottom layers aren't hard to do. Right. What you don't have to be a genius. What kills me is that when like you were saying you stand you do everything right and you're standing in front of an empty event and you know, there's three people there and then you go on Facebook and they're like, Well, there's never anything to do around here. Yeah. This town sucks, you blah 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 and you're like, I got this going on, I got that going on over here and but you don't take part in any of it. Mm-hmm. So I kinda just say you suck. Well, there's some there's some <laughs> like, people that can't participate. They can't get out of their house for one reason or another, or there's something that stopped them from from attending that particular event. They can at least say something about it. They can at least say, I support that, or I wish my friends would go. I want to share that. Or help promote, yeah. Yeah. Right. So like I just lined outline, there are four ways to lift something up, to be the wind under the wings of a thing, a little wind or medium wind or bigger wind. Um, I love it. Just just trashing it or or being completely inert about it, like I'm not even there, that doesn't make anything any better. Yeah, you're not adding anything. That's what to kills it. me is when uh, when people just sit there and whine and complain about the city and this and that and the other thing. And I'm like, and like you said, what are you gonna do about it? Well, I'm not doing anything about it. You know, not my job. But take ownership. You know what I mean? Like if you're gonna sit there and complain, you're gonna trash all the time. Do something. Mm-hmm. Shut your mouth and do something. And and that just drives me insane. Lend a helping hand. Absolutely. You know, this is all we're in this community together, so we got to help each other and out. I, I'm, I'd like to issue an open invitation to the to the naysayers who could be right. They might be right. If they're right and things are that bad, I'm encouraging them to please leave. Go to a better place. <laughs> you're right. You're smart. You've got it figured out. So go to a better place. You deserve it. You deserve it. Go. You deserve to be there. If get, it's get, not working, it's not working. Leave me and yeah. all my crazy Chris, people. Right. Chris is greener on the other yeah. side. Right. We'll, we'll see you on your way back. Yeah. We're buy, trying to trim the fat around here anyways. I'll, I'll buy you some gas. And just, <laughs> please, go to a better place and make your life better. Because the world needs your awesomeness. And I find that a lot of people come in. Out from out of town and they come to Utica and to visit, they love it here. Right. They're like, wow, this town's great. You know, I have a great time. You got this, you got that. And then, like, they leave. Like, uh, the gentleman that came on the train, uh, I believe he was from Rochester. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember that yeah, story? Arian. Yeah. And he did, the, he did the whole story on Utica and, like, yeah. how this town's coming about. And, like, he went and visited different things. And, 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 like, it took an outsider to bring people, like, well, you know what? We do got some things going on he here. He made yeah. a tremendous ripple in the pond. But, you yeah. know, you bring up a good point. Um, Arian is a um, 
very honest and astute observer. He did not sugarcoat or, or, or lie or distort or exaggerate anything. He called a spade a spade. He just happened to say, I like these 11 things. He's not afraid to tell you there's a problem. I've seen that. That's going to go bad. He's not afraid to say mm -hmm. that. And that's another thing we have to do in our community is we, we um, it wouldn't serve us well just to walk around saying, Utica's great and we're on a comeback and it's going great. That's not the story. That's part of the story. Mm -hmm. There's another part of the story that we have to embrace and own as well. There are some things that aren't good, just like everywhere else. Everywhere else, right? We're not, we're not distortedly, wildly different, and we've got to address that comprehensively, the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Some change, you know, if there's changes that need to be made, you know, try to make the necess necessary adjustments to make those changes mm -hmm. happen. You and, know? you know, I'll give you a really good example that's happening just like about that okay. in, in Utica. Um, you know, Utica Zoo, Andrea Heath, right? She's the director of the zoo. She has led a campaign specifically putting light on things about the zoo that are not good. Sounds crazy, right? It does. Her theme is, we don't like it either. So instead of having us walking around going, you know that thing at the zoo? I don't like that. That's not cool. She's saying, you see this thing at my zoo? We don't like it either. Let's, let's address this. Anybody want to think about this with me? Anybody want to help me with this? Anybody want to work on this? We don't like it either. But she's not just complaining. How honest, how, how transparent, how progressive, how inclusive. She just took all the naysayers and said, you're on my team. What a great idea. Yeah. We like, I'm like, blown away right now. We don't like, like it either. And yeah. she leads with that. She goes to market with that. Uh -huh. Like, yes, what a genius. Hmm. Like, all the naysayers are immediately deputized on her team. Well, I want to complain, but, like, you made me a good guy. I don't like it. Like, what can I complain? And once yeah. they, they fix those complaints, then there's nothing to complain right. about. Right, and then the minute she says it, all the people that care walk over and say, what is it that you don't like? I, I didn't know that myself, but I could help you with that. And now look what's changing since she started doing that. You know, since she showed up with her style and her attitude, that place is, is being transformed. Now, when did she start doing that? A few years ago. It's, okay, so this has been going on for a couple yes. of years. Wow. And yeah. it's still... And it's working. And still, to this day, she's using that format. And just like we were talking about with, with uh, these performers, she sincerely believes it. She sincerely believes it. She doesn't like that. Well, and she's not afraid to say it. I See that where, we, where people walk? I don't like where they walk. It's a little bit crooked. Mm -hmm. We need to fix that. You're right. What can you say to that except mm -hmm. for I'll help? Yeah. Right. Wow, what a, genius. And, and is That's it, genius. And how simple. Mm -hmm. Tell the truth. Right. Well, you can't ignore Connect it. Connect yeah. with your fellow man and with honesty. It's like if somebody's at a restaurant and says, you know, it's taking a lot of, long time for the food to come out. You know, like this is, you know, and like you keep hearing it. Okay. Instead of like trying to cover it up and be like, oh, you know, well, we got this going on, blah, blah, yeah. everything's fresh, blah, right. blah, you know, like address it. Right. Addressing, okay, I, I understand. I see your complaint. You know, yep. we're going to try addressing this problem. And, and while you're waiting, some... may I do this? Or would you like to try this? Exactly. Or or can you offer some solution on how we can speed this up for yep. you? What Andrea did is she just took every rug in the Utica Zoo and threw it in the dumpster. There's no rug to sweep anything under. She's putting <laughs> it all out in the open. It's great. And it's look how it's working. You know, that's a good model for the rest of the city to follow, the rest of our region to follow. Let's be transparent and tell the whole truth. Not just say, well, we're having a resurgence. Utica's having a comeback. Yeah. That gets pretty thin because what can you do with that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? You can't make things better when everything's great. And it's not really great, but you're saying so. Right. Like, let's be truthful. Wow, what a great idea. I'm blown away right now. Like, Our own little Utica Zoo did that. Yeah. We can do things like that in this city. Absolutely. Now, do you follow that formula, too? And, and like... Do you use that in tier? Well, where I work, where I work at Indium Corporation, we we uh, have a program that we call "Turn the Company Inside Out." Um, we uh, we um, 
disallowed any use of any stock photography any spokes models or anything like that we took our engineers that do the behind the scenes design product design work and uh, et cetera, et cetera, manufacturing personnel we turned the company inside out every single one of our ads and promotions only features our own actual people and words from our own people uh, we've gone to market with a theme called from one engineer to another our engineers talk to your engineers we don't have anybody in the middle no middleman i'm in the marketing communications department we're not allowed really to talk to the to the customers only our real authentic people you know the engineers with the pants that don't match the shirt and the pocket protectors are so hideously um unattractive that you couldn't possibly put them in uh, as the front man yeah. we put them as the front man uh-huh because they're real they really know the whole truth and guess who they're talking to people just like them like me the marcom the marketing communication i'm the enemy to my customer because they're afraid i'm gonna candy coat something or present it in a dazzling Oversell way. Oversell it. Yeah, like yeah. they can't trust me. They're not, I've, I've seen your kind before. You always get me to buy the car that doesn't turn out to be that good. You're the guy that gets me to buy those shoes that nobody really does like. Chicks don't actually dig them, you know? Now that, like they don't want to talk to the advertising guy. Mm -hmm. They want to talk to another engineer, the same guy they went to college with, the same guy they were in high school with in the math club. They trust that person. They connect with them. Right. So we've got women and men in our company that are very smart. They're the ones that are actually making things, designing things, knowing how to use them the best. We put them out front. Same principle. Transparency. We call it turning the company inside out. And the, and the way we go to market with it is, is called from one engineer to another. Huh. You talk to the real people. Wow. That's like getting right in the mix. I Do mean, it. it is. It's like getting, wow. You've blown me away twice so far today. <laughs> <laughs> I should leave right now. <laughs> no, I love the whole thing that the how the zoo is doing that like that's such a great like model you need to have andrea but, come down and tell you that yeah well, i've had mike on before mike yep, back yep, he's yep. been in here before in fact i should get andrea in here before um get her on and, and talk about she's that. killing it yeah yeah they're doing well right with that secret formula of hers called telling the truth telling <laughs> yeah. yeah not all companies appreciate that when i worked for uh <clears throat> vzw <clears throat> they uh every time i like point out like they come out with a new initiative and i'm like well what about this this and this Oh, you're negative. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I'm trying to point out the problems before we bring them out to the customers. And now we have to like do damage control. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to bring it out to the forefront beforehand. And I just got called negative and things like that. But I definitely agree with that method because you want to bring out your, your, your problems first. You know what I mean? It's easier to be, I, I always call it proactive damage control. You know, you want to be able to see where the problems are beforehand so you can correct them before they develop into a bigger problem because it's easier to do it beforehand than it is in retrospect, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, you better call up Andrea. Get yeah, she'll no teach, doubt. She'll teach you some things. The sign looks great out there, too, out in front yeah, of the zoo. Yeah, don't you love that? Zoo. Yeah, it looks great. You know, it's really eye-captivating. In a sense, image, just drive-by image-wise, it's transformational. Mm -hmm. It's a different It's a different three seconds when you drive by there it's like whoa that's you that's... see something new every time you mean yeah yeah <laughs> and it's good it's, it's not like some little old painted sign that's peeling uh-huh you know yeah she's she's transforming that place and and in in that little small part of the city she's transforming all of us mm -hmm. and what if 20 other people did that with their with their organization yeah wow we've got to start getting people to think like that a little bit more wow just tell the truth it's amazing yeah. wow it's amazing what you can do if you just tell the truth i know it's controversial oh my god some people don't believe it's, it. weird it's been proven maybe we can get some of these politicians that tell the truth oh come on now you're crazy you <laughs> might be that might be pulling it a little bit but there are some good people out there, <laughs> there that, is. They, they care about the community and um we've got to get behind them we've mm -hmm. got to everybody's selling something you know you're a politician you're selling yourself and who you are and, and if we're buying the good one 
there'll be more good ones. Mm -hmm. But if you're not buying the honest person, then she's not going to run again. Yeah. She's going to get crushed by some guy who's full of snake oil, you know? <laughs> you get what politics is it's like tv you know you, you get what you, you get what you deserve mm -hmm. dirty games sometimes yeah so but, but you are right there are some good people out there right though, that are pulling strings and but. really care and they put their heart and soul into it and we've got to we've got to either run to their side and help them or mm -hmm. at least be in the crowd and platform or at least promote them and talk them up mm -hmm. do you have any events you, you'd like to promote got anything coming up Mm. Young Scholars is having their annual dinner and 25th anniversary of producing, helping to produce some incredible students. So it's an event at Utica College, and it's a fundraiser. Um, the money that you spend at that dinner is going to truly, I've seen it with my own two eyes, truly change a person's life. Absolutely, unequivocally. And when's that? I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you it's coming up soon, but I don't know the date. I wasn't ready for that question. <laughs> sorry. Oh, jeez. You can never be ready for EC Radio. I'm sorry. You can't. It's just, oh, it's know. always. It goes somewhere, you know. We, we just got done talking about Madonna and Lady Gaga. You know? <laughs> oh, I'm trying hard to find it. Always off the rails sometimes. Oh, always gosh. off the rails. But I would like for you to promote. In 27th of March. 27th of March is the Young Scholars At College. It's the Grow Big Dreams dinner it's their fundraiser last year john it was last year two years ago john zogby spoke this is the caliber of students this is the caliber of students that are young scholars at that annual fundraising dinner they had some of their student young scholar students working the room putting on these little displays showing what some of the students do to the to the people that are coming to the dinner so as a result these students were in the room when the guest speaker um gave the presentation and that i think it was maybe two years ago it was john zogby and uh many of the students that were working there i'm i mentor them so after that event, I said to them, what did you think of John Zogby's presentation? Of course he was awesome. And um, the kids were very intrigued. These students were very intrigued. And one of them said, I'd really like to know more from this guy. I'd like to talk to him more. But of course, he's this lofty, big guy. He's, he's in and he's out. He's gone. He's disappeared. And I said, well, let me arrange that. Because you know John Zogby is the nicest man on earth. And he loves this community. He's from... So I contacted John and I said, I, I've got a handful of students that are just so intrigued with you and your message. They would like to meet with you privately. He said, you set it up. So we got a room at Utica College, and one night, took a night out of his life, and he showed up with these eight kids that were really interested in him. Um, he started right out just like John Zogby does, not talking. He started asking them questions and getting teasing the, their thoughts and their feelings out of them. By the time I got home that evening, I looked up on Twitter, and he had tweeted, I have just met the future. Wow. And he knows a thing or two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's not an easy pushover. Um, it meant a lot to me that he would even give that of himself to be there. But, of course, if you know him, he's that's what he is. He's just the most generous person. Um, it meant a lot to me that these students would ask for that and then stand right up and be a part of that. They, they weren't shrinking back. Um, they were so curious and wanted to know what he thought about things. It helped them think about their, their lives. And for him to say that at the end of the night was... Um, it was very telling, really, that I'm not crazy. These are awesome kids. Probably something they'll never forget. These are, uh, We still talk about it. Yeah. And these are awesome kids, and I can't live by not supporting that program. It's wonderful, and I, I would encourage anybody that cares about the future of Utica that wants to do a little something to change a life, just help support the Young Scholars Program. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Man, that's cool they got inspired by Zogby and 
Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. One more time though, before we get out of here, uh, plug. Uh, you're looking. You're hiring over We're, at Indium Corp. Yes, so. we are. Indium.com/jobs. Lots of different jobs. It changes every day. A job might come down, and another job goes up. Sometimes when you look at age, we may have 15 jobs listed. So you'll think there are 15 positions open, but I can tell you I've got one slot up there right now. We're hiring three people for that job. Oh, so wow. if it says we need X, we're hiring three X's. Don't <laughs> don't don't take it literally. Like they're, they're, it's it's bigger than it looks. Yeah. So there are some jobs out there, people. So yeah. I don't want to hear oh there's no jobs, there's no jobs out there. There is. There's a lot of jobs at Indian. It's great to know too. I mean, because we do hear it all the time. People mm -hmm. looking for work. Yeah. And, you know. Several months ago, we actually rented out the um, Radisson. And the whole grand ballroom, and we staged our own job fair just for us. Oh wow! We had hundreds and hundreds of people come through. We had we had an urgent need for uh, several dozen people that we hired, um, th just because of that one job fair. And so we, sometimes we even go to that extreme where it's like we gotta we gotta make a bigger we gotta make a bigger move than normal. Yeah, for sure. But that's the, that's success. That's this that's a symptom of success. That's that's a good problem. We have, right. good, we have some good problems. It's, it's, a it's great another problem. positive in Utica. You yes. know what I mean? It's another yeah. positive in this town that people are like, oh, there's no jobs here. Well, there's companies hiring all the time that people right. aren't going and applying for. Right. Mm -hmm. And we all we pay taxes. We buy shoes. We buy tires. We buy cable TV. You know, we eat at, we eat at restaurants. So the more people we can have here, the, 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 it just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger. But I feel like a lot of people now are getting into... Um, like creating their own businesses, yeah. creating their That's own good. their own little niche, which I think is great for this area. Yeah, and uh, it's you great know, for any area. Absolutely, and I, I like to see. I love seeing the energy, and we've seen people our age and maybe a little younger sticking around town and developing their own companies. And the and, clever, hardworking people do that. Back to the young scholars, you'll be interested to know that I think sixty-eight percent of all young scholars graduate, sixty-five or sixty-eight, are still in the Utica area. So these are highly accomplished New York State Regent scholars. Um, approximately 88% uh, or so go to college, and they stay here. These are people that are loyal to the area. So those are the people that mm -hmm. say, I've got an idea. I want to start an engineering firm, or I want to start a design firm, or I want to start a, a clothing line, or whatever, sporting goods company. Um, these people that are believed in, that are encouraged, that are enthused, that are educated, that feel like they're really woven into this, this fabric of this community, and this is their home, they're the ones that stay, and they're the ones that typically start businesses that's exactly what we need. And, and there's not a lot of competition. That's the other thing is, I mean, you go to New York City and try to open a business, there's competition all over the place. And the cost of establishing anything in, in a bigger city is much higher. Exactly. Where I feel like if you start a business in this town, there's it's easy to network in this, in this town because, you know, people know each other. They grew up with each other. They, you know, like this person knows that person, you know, like disease network is amazing with the people that he knows. You know what I mean? So it's easy to like... And the cost of services here is right. also low too. The cost of real estate. Yeah. Probably, if we were in Manhattan, you would you could buy this building right here, right now in Utica, for the price of renting it for several months in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. You could own the whole property. Right. Right. You know, it's 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 cheap, relative to other places. And then right. then each other's services. We don't have the high cost of living, so we can charge lower prices. So now a lawyer can give you better service, good services for a lower price, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a great startup place. That's uh, why the that's why the Stanley is a tech center now of 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 Broadway. That's great. Netcinity yeah. of Utica, New York, uh, just wrote. Uh, we like to do business with people we know. Yeah, absolutely. which yep. I think is great. You know and you, I mean? it's easy to know people in this town because there's a friendliness and there's a it's a small town. So mm -hmm. we are all rubbing shoulders with each other over and over again. Mm -hmm. It is. And that's why I feel like now now is the time you're going to start seeing a bigger growth in more businesses opening up. Yeah. And I just wish there was more. Uh, 
government funding and for for small businesses. Well, look at it this way: uh, we've got the Thinkubator. Big up, sir, our boy and, Ryan Miller. Right, that mm-hmm. guy. That He's guy will will set you up with all the right network and all the right ideas. Mm-hmm. He won't waste one minute of your time. You won't, you won't go down any wrong. There's no wrong path if you walk in the Thinkubator. You and, will be on the most efficient path forward. And there's places like Score. You know, yes. set up to help yep. as well. But you know, I'm looking. I'm thinking more of like funding purposes. You know, like um, you know, something to help these businesses in the first uh, first six months of a year. Because usually, generally, that's when you don't get any mm-hmm. kind of funding, any kind of help, and that's the most crucial part of your business. And it would be nice to see some kind of uh, you know funding for these you know businesses to to thrive. You know, to actually succeed. Because a lot of them they they go under before they even have a chance to succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. That's the price of paying in business, especially in the beginning. But like you, in the beginning too, you like you can't get a, a loan from right. a bank, like especially within the first year of owning a business. Correct. Yeah. Not, no bank's going to give you a loan right off the bat, unless you got some kind of collateral to back it up. But you know, if you just it, if it's a startup, chances are you don't have that kind of money. What's so funny? Oh, because uh, <laughs> this is a real estate market is on fire locally. This is Addy stuck on a business page. <laughs> uh, uh, <okay. laughs> Hi, Addy. And that's another person. Like, I mean, she's doing really well for herself. She created a niche right here in this town. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what she's got going on with the Property Sisters and everything, like, she's doing her thing. Josh Demodio. You know I mean? Like, these are people who are relatively young doing their thing and doing it well. And uh, kudos to them. And I'd love to see more of that yeah. in this town. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great community we got. We just all need to help each other out. Yeah, you know, and network a little bit be more. Be supportive. And, and, yeah, and and have communication with each other. You know, yep. compromise, communicate. You know, we all need to get along in this community, and it's a great community that we're from. I'll, yeah, I'll, give, really I'll give you an example. I would of, never of, trade it in for nothing. Of a mistake, a classic mistake that I made. I, my wife and I, Wendy, were out in um, Saratoga. And I was in this really awesome shop on Broadway. You know, Saratoga's got all cool stuff. It's oh, a yeah. cool city, and they're way cooler than us, and they got way cooler things than we have, of course, right? So I'm, I'm in this shop, and I found these really cool pants, and I really wanted to buy them. And, of course, I'll never find them anywhere else because um, this is the coolest shop in the world and the coolest little village, and they didn't have my size. And I said, Wendy, I'm never going to find these again because the only place they could possibly be is this cool place in Saratoga. 24 hours later, we're in Philipson's, and I found <laughs> 10 times the inventory on their shelf, my exact size. I, I love I, I said I said to my wife, you know, Saratoga's not cooler than we are. <laughs> and, you know, you brought up her Philipson's, and I we love want, that. We like to believe that we're this backwater last stop mm-hmm. on the train. Like, no, no, stop saying that. There's mm-hmm. so much evidence that, that that's not true. You're right. And yeah. I even I even published that. I, I posted that out online, and I told that story to all of my friends, I was an idiot. I had that same stupid belief, and I was wrong, and we're all wrong for thinking that way. Yeah. See, and that's your fourth light level, too, is, like, if you can't help, buy local. Yes. You know, go and shop local. That like, should be number one. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, if you, you feel like you can't get out there and create your own business, you can't get out there and, and visit the events and stuff, you can shop local. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, you, you brought up Herb Phillips, and it's like, I don't. I tried to go to Herb's for everything. I love that place. I go in there when I have nothing to do, and I just walk around and look at all the shit they got. You know, but, like, I'll go there before Bass Pro. I'll go there before I go to, you know, um, Gander Mountain. Like, I I prefer to go to Herb Phillipson's. You know what I mean? I think that's one of those places that gets overlooked. You know, people think, oh, it's just Herb Phillipson's. But, no, that's a local company. And they, they do it right, and they've been doing it for a long time. 
Yeah. And they're way cooler than that shop in Saratoga. Absolutely. You can buy a <laughs> kayak in there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Rick, you got to come back, though. We, we need to come back. If you, please, if you have anything you need to promote or anything, okay. or if you need to vent or whatever, please use my platform. All right, you the door is always open. I know. I know. <laughs> and, I, and I mean it, though. The okay. door is always open for you. Okay. Please come in. Anything you need to promote. You want to vent. You want to You want to get something out there. Good. Please use this, please. Right, thank you. I you will. know, and it, it's good that we can finally get you in here. And, and I like and your audience, and, and I like your style, and I like your energy. So yeah, good. I like your style too. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the wife I said hello, please. I Wendy's will. such a sweetheart. And tomorrow we've got a big show tomorrow, actually, a big music show tomorrow. Cassidy's gonna be in here oh, tomorrow. Really? She's gonna come in. She's gonna play a couple songs. She's gonna hang out, and then after that, I like old, her video. Then that, after that, Old Main's gonna be in here. Oh, I love that. So song. we've got like a double shot of excellent music here on EC Radio. Yeah. Tomorrow. I'm Talk about to authenticity. That. Both those acts you just named are absolute grassroots real. Real. And I'm trying to get them to collaborate tomorrow. Wow. I, I think that could be really epic. Could I don't be know. Cool. It could be a train wreck or it could be really epic. You never know. It won't be bad. But I don't think no it'll way. be bad at all, no actually. Way. And I think it's something that we, we should work on. And who wow. knows? We might be able to start something here. Yep. But that's going to happen tomorrow. Old Maid's going to play in the studio. She's going to play a little bit, too. And uh, yeah, next time, too, you come down. You know, bring the band. We're gonna have backline in. Or you could just play too. one of my songs now offline. <laughs> we could, we could. I'm, you could. I'm so oh. not prepared for it though. But don't forget. <laughs> well, now we're even. Um, we still got T-shirts for sale. Yep, we got a lot of T-shirts for sale. The anniversary white editions of the Disruption Network T-shirts. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. Come on down to the studio if you want one, or you know, and Chicken will even drive to your house and deliver you one. And if, if you uh, I one. set up a uh, a team for Disruption Network on the Heart Walk. Oh, cool. And so anybody wants to join our team, join up, and I will do. A t- if you join, join up, join the team. I will sell the T-shirt. If you want a T-shirt for ten bucks. Okay, cool. So great, awesome we'll, deal. We'll sell a T-shirt that's like cost. Join Team D at the Great American Heart Run yep. Walk. And then uh, tomorrow night we have the D-line right after the EC Radio. Yeah, it's gonna so be. So we get to talk some dress football. for anything at the Heart Run Walk. It's yeah. like really warm or yeah. really cold or both at the same time. Wear layers. Remember, the, remember <laughs> that year when it was so warm and then it was freezing rain and people were wearing t-shirts and shorts and they were coated in ice? Yeah, yeah I do remember that. <laughs> it was then really last dangerous. year was in single digits. Last yeah. year was really, really yeah. cold. So dress for everything. Dress for everything. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. That is the truth. Rick, thanks again for coming in, man. This has been a lot of fun. Please come back anytime. Thanks. We'll see you tomorrow and don't forget you can check us out on this podcast and previous podcasts on the all new DisruptionNetwork.net. We'll see you tomorrow. Never you mind what I making, you should spend some time taking a personal inventory of what you're doing for the betterment of society. You know what the hell you're listening to? It's EC Radio. Hey, it's Adeline Van Dyke from Coldwell Banker Faith Properties in Utica. I always get asked, why do I love real estate? It's very simple. I love my clients. I love every single thing about helping them find or sell their home. Making sure the home is solid and ready for sale or solid and ready for the buyer's inspection. To making sure that they're getting the best rate on their mortgage. Making sure they're getting the best price on their house. You know, just everything involved in the sale is vital. My absolute favorite part of real estate is when a buyer walks into the house they're going to buy. I can feel it before they even know they're loving the house. It's just that obvious. So I'd love to experience that feeling with you. So give me a call. 
Adeline Van Dyke, Coldwell Banker Faith Properties, 315-404-6431. Or you can find me on Facebook or visit my website at centralnewyork.com backslash Adeline. Thank you, and I look forward to welcoming you home. When it's your hard-earned money on the line that you are investing into a home, it makes sense to choose a proven professional to assist you in making one of the biggest investments you may ever make. Josh's dedication of over 20 years to the home construction industry allows him to bring knowledge and experience to your doorstep. That means you can feel confident and comfortable with his service to you. Past clients love his attention to detail and thorough written reports. By allowing priceless inspections to help you make a well-informed decision concerning your property, you will find that a quality inspection is priceless. Follow Priceless Inspections on Facebook or call 315-525-8725. In the Mohawk Valley, for the best real estate service, you gotta have faith. Caldwell Banker Faith Properties, 315-735-2222 or www.centralnyhomes.com.